What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Big Easy Bets podcast. I'm your host, Logan, and with me in the studio, Nick Von Brick. Oh, no, we suck again. This is episode 59, and we do indeed suck again. Uh, Big Easy Bets is brought to you by the Neutral Ground Sports Network, tngsportsnetwork.com. Go check it out. It is also brought to you by Vigit, the uh, social network for sports gamblers. Uh, go check that out. Use the promo code Big Easy Bets. Get a free thousand Vig coins off the bat. Uh, with us again is Justin, back to defend another quality week. And then we also have uh, a first-time guest in Josh Box. How are we doing, Josh? Man, doing pretty good, pretty good. So Josh is a diehard uh, Arkansas fan, and Arkansas is off to their best start in what, 30 years? Three years, four years. <laughs> <laughs> they ain't so, been this good since Darren McFadden. I know, I know. Um, I was thinking about it. I was watching the game against Ole Miss, and I was like, it does feel like Arkansas just looks like one of those, like, blue blood football teams like like the old school like it's good it's better for the better for the sport when arkansas is good um it's just been so long since they've been good so but i got a confession to make i'm going to be completely honest with you um when old miss was down 20 to nothing i live bet old miss and I almost looked like a genius so i figured you probably wouldn't be very happy about that um but i mean fucking corral sucks dude six interceptions yeah, before that, dude, he was looking really good, though. Before that game? Or yeah. Before all six interceptions? Before the he had, game. He had one interception going into that game. Yeah, well, what happened? Uh, they switched to, well, Barry Odom runs a 3-4. Yeah. And he they use a lot of three safety looks, so they're running zone. And uh, they just, the linebackers kept, they're reading his eyes very well. And yeah. just easy pick off. And then, apparently, the wind was really bad that game, so a lot of his deep throws were kind of dying down, so easy Easy pickums for the cornerbacks. I guess. Who was the linebacker? One linebacker had like 19 tackles. Oh, that was Grant Morgan. Yeah, and then did he have the picks? I know yeah, he had, he had a picks, He had the pick six pick to six, make, yeah. uh, basically seal the game for yeah. Arkansas. Yeah, no, I'm not. Dude, I got I got good value, and they make the comeback. And then, of course, what was it? Alec Burks, is that his name? With the one-handed. Uh, oh, Traylon Burks, yeah. Oh, that's who it is. Yeah, who's Alec Burks? Is that mm-hmm. a basketball player? I think so. Um, But, yeah, fucking – one-handed catch in the back corner of the end zone. I'm like, you got to be shitting me. Ole Miss gets the ball back, down five, and like two plays, they run, and he throws a pick six. I was like, okay, fuck. It was a fucking terrible uh, I was terrible stressing day. the entire game, too. When it started getting close, whenever uh, we couldn't finish in the red zone, I knew it was going to come back to haunt us. So rate, rate, because uh, we're, uh, we know a lot about Felipe Franks on this podcast. Rate Felipe's uh, performance one through ten so far this year. I mean, I'll give him about a, like a seven and a half. You know, he's he's been consistent enough, and he's not been making throws. Like, I would say he's been more of a, ga- a game manager. Yeah, yeah. So he's not risking it, and he'll take sacks on third down, trying to Step force a throw it, yeah, yeah. and interception, and putting our defense in good field position when we punt the ball. Yeah, so. flipping the field. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, Nick, what would you rate Felipe 1 through 10? Because you were kind of big on Arkansas coming in. Dude, I was big on him this year. I told everybody that they were going to be a lot better than what everyone was thinking. Well, the biggest thing in question was the uh, the over-under win total, which was at 1.5. So. Yeah, it was even at 1 at one point. Yeah, just had to. So, like, when they first came out with <laughs> him, once so the SEC announced they were doing 10 games, the over-under win total for Arkansas was one game, and it would the over would play plus 170. 
Well, when we recorded the podcast, it was one and a half, and it would pay plus 140. Well, I told everyone to jump on Arkansas over one and a half wins, and they've already gotten it. What What is it, four weeks yeah. into the season? Yeah. No, yeah. So, yeah, give me a one through ten rating on Felipe Franks. I don't know. I'm, I'm around Josh like a seven or an eight right now. An eight? I, dude, like, you look how he played <laughs> – in that Georgia game in the first half, uh, they were able to score first against Georgia, and then obviously Georgia's defense started playing better, and then they switched quarterbacks, and that's really wh- why Georgia ended up covering that yeah, but, spread. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but was it a dime on the touchdown against Georgia? To I mean, the guy out? was pretty wide open. Yeah, but it was, it was, I would say it was a good over-the-throw. Uh, over it was a good throw. throw. Yeah. But, um, no, he's always been a guy that, like Josh said, that's a game manager. He does have a strong arm. but um, I don't know. All I remember is him at Florida. Uh, running it in for like a two-yard scamper and him looking at the camera and saying, I do this shit. And oh, when he next, played Miami yeah, last year yeah, for the opener? Yeah, I remember yeah. that. And then, uh, actually, no, no, no. It was after the Miami game because we were on the Gators for the, or wait, who were we on? Which side? That was first game of the year. We were, we on, were on Florida. And Miami covered. Yeah, Florida yeah, won, fuck. but. But I think, no, what happened was, I think he threw a touchdown to, uh, Oh, I forgot Rainy or something like yeah. that from last year, and he he goes on the sideline yeah, and they're recording yeah, him and saying, "I do this shit." Yeah, some, but it wasn't even like he threw a dime. It yeah. was like a like a could have been a damn screen pass for all I care. Like it wasn't it wasn't spectacular. But then he had his foot put on backwards like a couple weeks later, so mm-hmm. that wasn't uh, very good for him. But all right, Justin, how are you rating Felipe's uh, performance? Because you didn't seem to agree with the seven and a half to an eight. I feel like I speak for everybody from Arkansas. <laughs> Gotta give him a ten. A ten. Stop. A ten. I will say he's ten times lot better than what we've had the last two seasons. So. Not, not Nick Starkle. Uh, speaking of Nick Starkle, <laughs> hometown hero. It's a hometown hero. Yeah. Guys from we'll, we'll, the North. We'll bring up Nick Starkle. Who later was the last the good quarterback <laughs> from Arkansas? The one that went to the Patriots. Uh, I would Ryan say Mallett. Well, you have yeah, Ryan Mallett, yeah. and then Tyler Wilson was really good. Yeah. Who was the quarterback with McFadden? Was that Mallet? No, it's Casey Dick. I don't know. He sucked. Literally, <laughs> the only reason we were even decent was because of McFadden and Felix Jones. Yeah, Felix Jones. Oh, I forgot. He had that, yeah, that I forgot trio. And then you had Peyton Hillis into it. A lot of people don't remember him, but he had that rookie breakout year for the Browns. Yeah. No, I, remember, we remember. I remember Peyton Hillis. I didn't know he went to Arkansas. Yeah, yeah. we had that trio. He's on the cover of Madden. Yep. <laughs> That's wild. Yeah, he was. No, yeah, he was a stud with the Browns for that one year. Mm-hmm. And then it's like he just disappeared. Um. All right. So, Justin, what'd you go last week, real quick, in uh, college? Five and three. Five and three. Who'd you oh, have? Um, I took Coastal Carolina and UL. I took the over, but I also <laughs> took Carolina plus nine, and then I took SMU minus six and a half. That was a loss. Yeah, that was horse shit. BYU minus five and a half. That was a win. That was an easy lock. Bama with the big easy bet, uh, minus six. That was a win. That was the most frustrating game I've watched in a long time. It was. Um, UCF. Um, I take it back. That was the most frustrating game I watched in a long time. Yes, I was hungry. Uh, what about the Memphis. Georgia State game? <laughs> no, that too. Uh, they have the worst defensive backs in the fucking country. In the country. It, it's unbelievable. I was watching that at work, and I was <laughs> like, oh, I know there's – I'm happy right now. I get so mad. I can't even begin to like put it into words how mad I get. But like there was in the in the Bama game when the ref called that bullshit pass interference call, I have my remote in my hand. I almost smashed my remote. I almost did. But last year I threw my remote through the window. So <laughs> I'm getting better from that aspect. I didn't chuck it through the window. Um 
but yeah, so all right, we'll talk about the Bama game in a second, but we'll recap our picks real quick. Uh, another bad week. Last week or two weeks ago was, uh, I mean, shit, probably the first positive week I had all year, and then we regressed, but I'm coming back this week. I keep saying it. There's no other excuse except I fucking suck right now. Um, like Justin, me and Nick both had Coastal Carolina plus seven and a half. Nick, they were your big easy bet. Um, Coastal Carolina's fucking good. They're now ranked, ranked 25th, I think. Um, I had SMU minus six and a half against Tulane. They end up winning by, what was it, three in overtime? Uh, or am I thinking of a different game? Don't know. Any, yeah, any yeah, game that I lose, I wipe, I wipe out of my mind. Um, yeah, I was hoping they would have got the touchdown. Of course, they didn't get the ball first. What happened was Tulane threw an interception yep. on their first possession in overtime. So after that, SMU only needed the field goal. They didn't try to score a touchdown. But I was like, fuck, dude. Yeah, they couldn't be on offense first. That was the only hope. But so SMU, they lose uh, – or they win, but they don't cover. BYU, uh, minus five and a half. It was kind of close there for a little while, but then they stretch it open, and it was, I mean, they won by like 20-something, I think. Uh, at Army, minus seven. Uh, this one kind of got a little hairy there towards the end, but they ended up covering against UTSA. Uh, we ended up taking, we added uh, on Twitter, we added to our board the uh, Kentucky Wildcats, plus six and a half. Easiest fucking bet of the day. They end up only allowing, I think, uh, seven points to Tennessee. Uh, back-to-back pick sixes. It was fucking incredible. Um, I had my big easy bet of the week was Notre Dame minus 17. I'm off the Notre Dame wagon. Can't do it anymore. Ian Book uh, until further notice. I, I just, I can't, can't do it. Much better than Louisville, and they only win. They won like, what was it, 12-7? to Yeah. Something like that. Defense played great like I thought they would, and the offense just fucking couldn't do anything. Um, I had UCF minus three and a half like Justin, and fucking they were up three scores in the third quarter maybe even the fourth quarter and then they wound up uh losing outright their kicker shanked it which i was very happy about because if he made it they wouldn't have covered the spread anyway so fuck them um georgia state plus three and a half on i think it was thursday worst defensive backs in the league that's all you can say about it uh that's all there is to it so and then i had the a&m mississippi state over 58 that we also added on saturday morning um yeah, didn't happen. So, Nick, you can go ahead and recap yours, and then we'll talk about Bama real quick. I had Coastal Carolina <laughs> with Logan. I had Georgia State with Logan. To me— You had every single game that I had. Yeah, the, well, Georgia <laughs> State's— um, Now that I think about it. Yeah, yeah. So, they, they've been recapped, but um, go ahead. Yeah, Georgia State, dude, they were without their best running back, and then they were without their defensive coordinator because of COVID. Yeah. And to me, that made a big difference in this game. There was—it was Georgia State's final— possession and they had a chance to go up by a touchdown but they yeah. totally abandoned a run game yeah but how much can you really coach suck because they fucking suck i mean yeah i mean but, but no they had them like they put them they were in bad position so you know you got to coach your players to what they're good at didn't they get beat over the top on like a third and 39 yeah no that yeah for a touchdown no that was um like, a different fucking, game what was that which game was that, that was two lane um, converted a third and 39 against SMU. Yeah. That's what it was. I fucking almost threw up on myself like third and 39 and you get beat over the top. Are I couldn't believe it when I saw it happen. I said, Jesus Christ. He, when he threw it deep, I was like, please God, no, no. And then there's the safety's nowhere to be found. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me, dude? Like it's not rocket science. It's not. They have to pick up almost half of the football field to get a first down. And it's third down. So fucking go camp your guys out at the at the first down marker. But anyway, all right, well, let's talk about um, 
I know you had Notre Dame as well. Kentucky yeah, BYU. Yeah, BYU is just good. Yeah, Zach Wilson. Very good. Is the reason why we covered. Yeah, hundred percent. Uh, but so we were both on Georgia. Justin was on Bama. Um, I'm assuming that you and Josh were together watching this game, or no? I was actually in Mississippi. Okay, yeah, but you I were watching. Yes, I was definitely watching this game. Okay, so is it safe to say that Georgia's defense is overrated? Um, I don't. I want to say they're overrated. Or is my or is Alabama's offense just that fucking good? I think their offense is just that good. Yeah, I think Georgia Alabama's offense is really really okay. Good. But they got dominated on the ground. Well, I think whenever Alabama, you know, started spreading it out more over the air, yeah, and that Georgia couldn't stack the box on them, yeah, because that's what Georgia lives in, in stacking the box, and that's when I think Alabama really took over. Because if you look in like the first quarter, like. Alabama was not running the ball at all against Georgia. Yeah, I say dominated, but once it once they when they really needed to stop the run, they couldn't. Mm-hmm. Najee Harris started really getting it going, but I mean, there's a lot of questionable calls from the referees in this game. Um, you can't make that pass interference call in the end zone, in my opinion. That was ticky tack at best, um, and I mean that decides the game. That 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 dictates the outcome of the game pretty much. Uh, Stetson fucking Bennett looked like shit. Um, he made a couple nice throws, but for the most part. I mean, he just looks like a fucking nerd. And, I mean, have you ever heard of a quarterback with the name Stetson? Nope. Exactly. You can't be good with a name like Stetson. So, Nick, what what are your takeaways here? Because you're not typically uh, a, a a Georgia Bulldog guy. So, Well, dude, to me, they, they didn't run the ball enough, Georgia. Yeah. It's what you have to do. It's like when you're playing against the Chiefs, you got to run the ball and keep mm-hmm. the ball away from the high-powered offense. Yeah, the high-powered offense? Yeah, the high-powered <laughs> offense. Anyway, look, dude, they averaged 4.8 yards an attempt on yeah. when they ran it. They only ran it 30 times. Alabama ran it 43 times and only averaged 3.4 yards per attempt. Yeah. Now, granted, Alabama got out to the lead, but... No, to me, dude, the whole the whole game plan was messed up from the beginning, dude. You get the interception on on the first play of the game, and you come out and you throw it three straight times. On the third time you throw it, the ball gets batted up at the line, line of scrimmage and bounces right into an Alabama defensive lineman's hands. Oh, so you like be the perfect fucking two me. two interceptions from this game were def, from deflections, yeah. and they bounce right to Alabama. Yep. So to me, I don't know. There's a little bit of bad luck here because no, there was in yeah. a game that where these teams to me are. Fairly evenly matched, such a good defense going against such a good offense. Uh, I hope to see him run the ball back just bounce. No, they game. will. I believe they will. The ball just didn't bounce towards Georgia much at all in this that, game. That Bama offense is fucking good, though. I mean, dude, Waddle, you can't guard Waddle. You just can't. Like, and that's what I was worried about. Like. I want to take the better defense. I, I, I fucking I love when the defense dominates a game. But it's just like, I was thinking to myself, I'm like, is it, can they not, can they avoid getting beat deep? Well, the game was like, really, it was close for a while. Yeah. You know? No, just, it, Alabama made those second the half. The second yeah. half, and yeah. And it just went downhill for yeah. Georgia then. That's where fucking Saban comes in. Because Saban yeah. would have been having to try to Zoom call them at halftime to make the adjustments, and they might not have been able to get the connection to do it. So, that was big. No, um, Mac Jones is really good. No, he is. Yeah, no, he's fucking solid. He might be a better Passer than Tua. I would agree. I'd yes. venture to say. Yeah, I don't know. He's not as good of an athlete, but pure he can pocket move, though, passer. Too. No, he can, but but as a pure pocket passer, I don't know, dude. He's good. He, is good in he the throws pocket. a really good ball. 
Speaking of Tua, Tua's getting a start after the bye week. They benched uh, Fitzmagic, kicked him to the curb. Yeah, no, they should. The, but Georgia should have tried to lean on the run more. Yeah, especially in the beginning of the game, they threw it six straight times. Yeah. One of those possessions resulted in a interception that then resulted in a touchdown for Alabama. Mm-hmm. And then the second possession, three straight throws, three and out. Okay. So you start the game off slow. I mean, to me, they had a chance to really take control of the momentum, and they failed to do it. Why do they? They don't throw it to Pickens. Yeah, I don't get it. Pickens is supposed to be their best receiver, but they don't give him the ball. So I don't know. To me, they put too much pressure on it on on Bennett, who's not experienced. Yeah. Yeah, I'd agree. But all right. be smart, not that smart. No, definitely not. Nonetheless, uh, so I went four and seven. Nick went three and four. Overall record that brings me to seventeen and twenty-seven, which is fucking terrible. Which is nowhere near to what we were doing last year. But there's still time to turn it around. Uh, big easy bets of the week, locks of the week. There's not time to turn that around. One and six, uh, not good. Uh, Nick is thirteen and fifteen and one overall. Two and five for his locks of the week. Collectively, we're twenty, twenty-eight and one. Three and ten locks of the week. So off to a very rough start. I mean, heavy favorites just aren't covering the spread like they like they should be. Uh, had Notre Dame one week, four cracks at it on the one yard line. They couldn't punch it in for a cover. Um, I, I mean, it's just it's just fucking the ball's not bouncing my way this year, and it's getting frustrating. I'd be lying if I said it wasn't, but it's all right. Back in the saddle. I was uh, I was researching the shit out of these games this week, so I feel good about some picks. Um, so first game I want to talk about is the Illinois-Wisconsin game. So Justin sat down and said that he loves Wisconsin, but he doesn't know why. So have you had some time to look into why you love Wisconsin, or is it just a gut feeling? It was a gut feeling. Okay. <laughs> uh, do you know the quarterback for Wisconsin? Nope. Do you didn't the, take this game. Do you know the running back? Not Jonathan Taylor. It is not Jonathan Taylor. Uh, Josh, are you betting this game? I am not betting this game. Nick, are you? No. Okay. Well, I am. So let me break it down why I am. And uh, we'll see if Justin still loves him at the end of this. So you don't remember Jack Cohn, quarterback? Yes. Very good. Yep. Yeah, he broke his foot. Not playing. (laughs) Um, So obviously everybody remembers this game from last year except Justin because Illinois actually upset Wisconsin. Uh, 30-point underdogs, they won outright. Uh, Illinois is coached by former Bears coach, and I want to say used to coach the Bucks too, right? Lovey Smith? Yeah. Defensive-minded guy. Um, so they're returning Brandon Peters at quarterback. He is gonna going into his senior year. Um, so defense last year, they gave up over 400 yards of offense, but the big thing was that they were fourth in the nation in takeaways. So I don't know that you can bank on – that to be consistent. I mean, fourth in the nation of takeaways was a lot of fumbles. Sometimes you can get lucky. Um, so, I mean, you just can't you can't count on a team to continuously fumble. Uh, but they're bringing back – so they have Mike Epstein at running back, who's a quality running back, but he tore his ACL in the first game last year. So he's coming back white guy. That's a X factor. Christian McCaffrey. Yes. Um, so Wisconsin, on the flip side, is starting Graham Mertz, who was a four-star um, – Four-star recruit. It was their highest-rated recruit. Um, I mean, since I had it written down somewhere. Hold on, I'm I'm all I'm all over the place. But he he's he's a four-star recruit, and it's their highest-rated recruit since like 2015, I think. Um, so he hasn't played a game. Redshirt freshman. He's gotten in for. He's never started. He's thrown ten passes in his career. He's nine of ten for 73 yards. So um, not very mobile. Kind of struggles when they force him outside of the pocket. Um, but on the flip side of that, 
Illinois is not returning a single starter on the defensive line. So that's a problem. Um, but uh, their their strength is in their defensive backs, though. So I think, I mean, moral of the story here is I'm taking Illinois plus twenty. Uh, this dude Graham Mertz, and we have we have a couple inside uh, inside guys when it comes to Wisconsin. Um, so I've gotten some. I've got reason to believe that was that Illinois can cover this spread. I think Graham Mertz is going to have some growing pains. Uh, like I said, the strength of Illinois is in their defensive backs, and specifically Nate Hobbs, who's four-year starter, team captain at corner. So I think they just have more experience, whereas Wisconsin has more talent. But for a 20-point spread, this opened up at 23.5. It dropped down to 18 at one point, and now it is back up to 20. So I, I locked it in at 20. I was waiting. I wanted to see if it would potentially go – wider in favor of Wisconsin, but it did not. Um, so I don't know. Wisconsin's also got a, uh, their center has, uh, flipped back and forth from D line to O line. So they keep flipping him back and forth. So he's never started a game at center. So you got a quarterback that's never started a game at quarterback for them center. Who's never started. And then you've got a brand new, like carousel of running backs. Now that Jonathan Taylor's gone. So, I mean, it's going to, with, with a COVID off season, I don't know. It's going to be tough to be clicking. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. 20 points seems like too many. Um, What's the over-under in that game? Over-under is 51 and a half. Hmm. What would you lean, under? Probably. Because um, I think Wisconsin's defense is still good, even though they're missing a few, two two or three key players from last year. But Yeah, so also, too, I forgot to say. So uh, Illinois had uh, Marquez Beeson, um, four-star recruit, another four-star recruit, um, for uh, at defensive back so he came in last year and um ended up he tore his acl too like in training camp i think didn't get to play a down for him um well he's back so he's going to be opposite of uh of uh hobbs so i mean that's the corners are going to be able to, they got inexperienced receivers with Wisconsin. So it's inexperienced all across the board. It's better talent, but it's more experience on uh, Illinois side. So I'm going to take Illinois plus 20. Didn't sway you? I don't know. I might, I'm not taking it right now. Just, Lovey Smith's going to be coaching for his job. I mean, Illinois beat him last year. No, yeah, they did. They're not going to beat him this year. But, um, and yeah, I, fuck, I fucked it up. I was trying to read through, I'm shuffling through too much shit because I was looking it up while I was at work today. So I didn't get to write it down. Um, so yeah, Beeson is the one that I was talking about. That's their highest rated recruit in like the last 10 years. So, um, so he's like got a lot of hype around him. So he obviously he was hurt, didn't get to play, uh, but he's back this year. They said he's healthy and then he doesn't, he doesn't have to be the guy. They still have four year starter and Dobbs. So, um, but yeah, so Justin, are you, you going to take Wisconsin? No, I mean, I think it all points to Illinois after you. After you say all that, <laughs> are you going to take Illinois? Probably not. No, I'm not going to take it. But those big spreads really aren't hitting this year. Yeah, except for maybe BYU. Yeah, That's I just like feel like Lovey Smith. Lovey Smith's going to be coaching for his job. If they go like, I mean, realistically, they're only playing eight games in the Big Ten. If they go one and seven, he's probably going to get fired. So they're not going to win this game. But I think, especially with the Big Ten, not originally not playing and now coming back and playing like they're going to be fired up and be ready to go a more experienced defense versus an inexperienced offense i mean 20 points just too much yeah i think it's too much i'm taking illinois so but all right josh give me a pick what's your first pick all right first pick it's gonna be uh it's a friday night game 
Uh, I know Nick loves this team. Um, <laughs> it's going to be ULO versus UAB taking the Blazers. Interesting. One point favorites at the moment. I had them at minus two and a half. Minus two this and a half. Morning, so did you lock it in? I did. Okay, minus two and a half. Um, yeah, Nick, you love the Raging Cajuns. <laughs> I think you love the Blazers too. No, I don't. I'm on this game, but I'm on the other side. You're on the Cajuns? Yeah. Really? Yeah. You, dude, every week you flip flop back and forth. No, I don't. You're with them, then you're against them. I was, well. Yes, every week. No. I want to say, like, like I was against them the first the week, weeks. and then I was against them this week. Last week, I mean. Weren't you? We were at walk ons, and you were. Yeah, I had them. them in a teaser. But oh, okay. I was with them. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Why do you like them in this one? I don't know. Look, to me, they played their best game last week mm-hmm. against Coastal Carolina. I think that the offense looked the best that it has uh, this season. Uh, I think that they build off of that momentum, move in the right direction. I think they'll lean on the run against a UAB rush defense that is not that good. Um, I don't know. I think UL is capable of winning this football game. Yeah. I mean, we'll see. I kind of like that y'all are on opposite sides of the uh – the spectrum there. Josh, do you have a reason that you like UAB? Yeah, UAB's defense is uh other than their run defense anyways. Uh it's really solid defense. They've held their last three games they held their po- opponents to 14 points or less. Um and of course the first I think the first game they played was Miami and Miami scored only 31 on them and they held them pretty good to the first half. Um and I think their offense is good enough to get the job done. Um they are 4 and 1. I did not know that. Yeah, they're good. So what is their rush defense though? It's bad. I think it was like 160 a game. They were giving up. Let's see. I always want to call him Elijah McGuire, but it's uh for UL running back. Yeah, you made me forget his name. Fuck, it's Elijah something. Mitchell. Elijah Elijah Mitchell. Yeah, he's a stud. So that worries me a little bit. But no, yeah. they need to give him the damn so ball. They got up, too much of a rotation. They're giving up 172 yards rushing a game, but they're only giving up 150 yards passing a game. That's pretty good, yeah. Um, yeah, and I don't like Levi Lewis. So, I don't know. I'm going to stay away from that one, but. I'm I get not. worried about UAB's quarterback play. I try to stay away from the ones that I could see go either way. Like, so, yeah, no, I mean, you're rolling the dice. You're playing roulette with fucking, you're playing craps, whatever, with uh, with Lewis. I mean, they could have easily lost to Coastal Carolina by more than three. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. Know? Hundred percent. Because Coastal Carolina's offense is highly efficient. They yeah. were highly efficient on third the down. Quarterback McCall impressed me. Dude. And he UL was good. their best that they've been on third down all year. Yeah. No, yeah, definitely. No, yeah, McCall played really well. You also got Smart. a lot to play for, and so does UAB. This one should be a good game. Yeah. No, I think so. Oh, it's definitely going to come down to the wire. Yeah. So, all right, Justin, give me a pick. Um, first one, I'm gonna go with uh, Gold Knights and the Green Wave. Interesting. I'm on this game. Taking Tulane plus 20. I like it. I am as well. Give me, you got a reason why? I, I kind of like the over in this game too, but uh, I think it's just two high powered offenses, and I think, uh, I think 20 is just too many points. Yeah. So, UCF. Michael Pratt showed me a lot last week. He's pretty damn good. The quarterback for Tulane? Yeah. He's mobile. Like, yeah. really good at extending the play. Um, UCF's defense is not good. We just saw Memphis. I mean, they scored fucking, I don't know what it was, 100 combined points. Um, Dylan Gabriel's fucking really good. Dude's incredible. 
um, except on those last two drives when he could have went and put the game away. But I think he had over 600 yards, like five touchdowns, no interceptions. So really, really good. Probably should be in the Heisman conversation if they played a little bit better of talent. Um, but, I mean, they lost two games in a row, so he's not going to win shit. But, uh, yeah, no, I'm going to take Tulane as well. I think you said it's up to 20, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so – I'm gonna I'm gonna lock in Tulane there plus twenty as well. Another twenty point spread. Um I think Pratt Pratt looked good. UCF's defense is bad. Pratt looked good. Um I think he's gonna be able to his ability to scramble and extend the play. He'll make enough plays. Um just to I mean, at least keep it close. So uh, UCF could potentially throw in the towel on this season, in my opinion, knowing that I mean they've already lost well, they they lost two in a row, so yeah, you they could come out and be like, we're going to kick the shit out of everybody now. But I don't think their defense is good enough to have that mentality. Um, also, too, they give up a lot of they give up a lot of uh, uh, yards on the ground. So Stephen Henderson is or Stephon Henderson's averaging seven yards per carry um, or he averaged seven yards per carry last game. Um, so he's I mean, a really good running back. I think Tulane's going to be able to have success running the ball and look for uh, Pratt to pick up some third downs scrambling so and extend the drive so i'm going to take Tulane as well there plus 20 either one of y'all on this no no all right nick give me another pick tulsa minus 10 and a half at usf uh tulsa is favored yep tulsa converts on only 22 percent of its third downs and only averages 20 and a half points per game south florida only scores 19 points per game and only converts on 32 percent of its thirds down going under with that being said, I think that this game's going to be a, f- a field position ba- battle that uh, Tulsa's going to end up winning because I believe that it has a stronger defense. Uh, I'm going with Tulsa minus ten and a half, and I'm taking the under fifty-one. I think I'm going to be on. I'm thinking I'm going to be with you on the under fifty-one. Ten and a half. That doesn't feel like too many. Their defense is really good. Yeah, their defense is like w- one of the better defenses in the country. Yeah. Interesting. I don't know that I'm gonna take them in the game, but I'll take them. Uh, I'll take the under, under fifty one. Um, yeah. All right. All right, Josh, give me another one. Um, I have a Georgia Southern versus Coastal, Coastal Carolina. Uh, they are Coastal Carolina's minus six and a half point favorites. Yep. Um, I'm gonna take Coastal Carolina here. Um, I think Coastal Carolina is gonna really shut down Georgia Southern's running game and force them to throw the ball, and they're only averaging 118 yards throwing a game. And, I mean, Coastal Carolina's coming off a, a big win against at ULL. Yep. So, Yeah, no, they're they rolling. They're rolling 100%. Georgia Southern runs that, like, triple option shit, right? Yeah. They yeah. were able to throw the ball against ULL, though. Were they? Yeah. That was actually a 20. So, that was a low-scoring game right there. Yeah. They just kicked the dog shit out of somebody, like 41 and nothing. UMass. Yeah. Um, who sucks. But, but yeah. I mean, if I were to take this one, I, I'm going to stay away, but if I would take it, I would take Coastal Carolina just because their defense is good. We saw that firsthand this past week, and their quarterback, dude, McCall's really good, like really good. So, yeah, no, I think that that's probably a good pick. Yeah, I think I'm on this one as well, and both of these teams are playing really well right now. I just think no way Coastal Carolina is yeah. the better version. I was going to say, no way you go against the, the Chanticleers. Yeah, to me, <clears throat> Grant McCall's third down efficiency is – one of the best in the country. To me, that's going to put a lot of pressure on Georgia Southern to try to move the ball and be effective doing it. So there's they can't punt the ball a lot if they want a chance of winning this game. And I think that it's just going to be a lot of pressure on uh, 
Georgia Southern's quarterback. So I think that Coastal Carolina being at home can win by at least a touchdown for sure. Don't they have, are they on the turquoise turf? Yeah. I'll take them. <laughs> no, dude, that makes a big difference. They wear the turquoise jerseys too, and it's camouflage. They, yeah, no, I'll take them. I got to get out of the hole. Don't be surprised if there's a few interceptions uh, by Georgia Southern. Part of me in my head was like, should I bet every game and just roll the <laughs> dice, get out the hole? Uh, but I'm not going to do it. But all right, I got another one. Um, Alabama at Tennessee. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take the Tide. Um, Gorantano got benched. They put in the backup for two throws. He threw a pick. Uh, Gorantano came back in. So his confidence is shot. They're playing quarterback roulette. They're getting a Bama team that is coming off of a uh, a big game against uh, Georgia. Could be a potential letdown spot, uh, but I, I don't see it. Tennessee sucks. Tennessee was overrated big time. Um, so I'm going to take Bama minus the 21. I just think that offense is too good. I think Bama's going to start kind of like LSU's defense was last year, had their bad games, uh, and then really got clicking. I think Bama's defense is going to start getting it clicking. Um, and, I mean, Tennessee's offense is overrated. You just stop the run, force Quarantano to throw, and he's going to turn it over. So that was the that was the Quarantano that I was expecting uh, the week before whenever I was talking about him. That was the one. The back-to-back pick sixes, that's the guy I remember from last year. So I'm going to take Bama minus 21. Uh, I was actually um, You looking at this? Last week I was I was looking ahead to this week And I was like I think I'm going to take Tennessee Whatever really? the spread is Because I know it was going to be big But I mean, Coming the off only, the Georgia game the, That's the only thing That's the only thing And I even thought about it I was thinking about it before And it kind of reaffirmed it with myself When I said it It is a potential letdown spot Because they're coming off of a huge game with Georgia So, But they kicked the shit out of them So they, yeah, but I mean, it's still it's still a tough game. It's yeah. still a really good defense. But even with that being said, dude, I just I don't know. I think there's going to be some turmoil turmoil going on in uh, Knoxville just because they were riding high, they were ranked, they were feeling good, and then they've kind of got knocked off their pedestal. They just got bitch slapped by a Kentucky team. So um, I think Bama's offense is just too good. They're just too good. So, mm-hmm. but so are you taking the Vols? No, not anymore. No. No? No. <laughs> <laughs> What's the point spread? 20-something? 21 on the number. Yeah, I don't know. That's not that many points. Yeah, I mean, like I said. I, mean, I feel like this game's always kind of close for a little while, and then yeah. Alabama pulls away in the second half. Yeah. But uh, uh, Tennessee last week, dude, momentum got drained from them. After yeah. those, both those pick sixes, oh, that yeah. game was over. Well, I was cracking up because they put the backup in. And then he throws a pick. Yeah. I'm like, oh my god, this is the fucking, this is the best bet of the year. So, yeah, no, I'm gonna roll with the tide there. Uh, that offense is just too damn good, dude. It really is. Are you on this game, Josh? I am not on this game. No. All right, give me, give me your next one. <clears throat> All right, so it's gonna be the battle of the, the two worst quarterbacks in the SEC, Auburn versus Ole Miss. Oh goodness. We, well, what about Costello? He's got to be in that mix. Uh, yeah, he's, he's, he's the far there. worse. He, he, I, I tweeted out, I was like, LSU made Costello look like a Heisman candidate, and he really might be the worst quarterback oh, in absolutely. the SEC. But no, yeah, you're completely correct. Bo Nix is fucking terrible. Bo Nix sucks. And I mean, I thought Corral was pretty good going in, until yeah. going into an Arkansas game. Yeah, I did too. Receivers but. don't even like Bo Nix anymore. Oh, yeah, you saw <laughs> that? Oh, my God. But, uh, I'm going to be taking Ole Miss plus three. Um I think Auburn's. I think uh, Gus Malzahn is losing his team as we speak. Uh, their offensive coordinator is a lame duck. 
Um, used to be the head coach of Arkansas. You know, back to back two and ten seasons. Um, I think but Bo Nix is pretty terrible on the road. I think is I want to say it's like fifty percent or less uh, completion percentage on the road. That's probably his lifetime completion percentage. That dude just fucking sucks. And but you, yeah, no, you're probably. And you right. know, Lane Kiffin's pissed out there. Uh, his quarterback threw mm-hmm. six interceptions last week, so he's gonna have a good solid game plan. And they're playing at home, so. I think Ole Miss wins this one. It's probably a good bet, um, but I'm not going to lie. When I first looked at it, I was leaning Auburn. I was because I think I think Auburn's got the better team. They've got a better defense, but, yeah, when you see the the wide receivers pushing the quarterback, it's like. Yeah, I think they have a lot of locker room issues yeah, going on right now. That's not a good thing. I think Dallas Small's, Small's on, yeah. Yeah, he's always on the, it's always on the hot seat. He's got to go, dude. Yeah, you think so? Yeah. I it mean, just comes a point like. Once once they're doing that to your quarterback, then I mean you've lost the locker room at that point. Once they yeah, lose then, faith I mean, in they the quarterback, they haven't really competed for. I mean, last year they were decent, but they haven't been a serious competitor in that West for a while. No, yeah, it definitely feels not. like. And let's be honest, they should be one and three this year, not no, two yeah. and two. Okay, yeah, let's talk about that. So we'll we'll touch on that a little bit, and then uh, I got to get to my next pick. I'm, I can barely can contain myself. I'm so excited. Um, yeah, so Arkansas should have beat Auburn. Bo Nix went to go spike it, and like a moron, he turned around and spiked it backwards. Which, well, first of all, he fumbled the snap. He did, yeah. In yep. the beginning, so. And then, so you can't spike it after you do that. But not only did he go to spike it, he turned around and spiked it backwards, which should have been a fumble, which should have been uh, Arkansas's ball because there was a clear recovery for Arkansas. Um, but nonetheless, they end up leaving it with Auburn, and then they kick the field goal for the win, right? Yes. So... What are we? What, what happened? Because I texted you and I was like, "Oh shit!" And you were pissed. You're like, I had not, like five like, people text me saying Arkansas yeah. is going to get the ball. I said, "No, nah, Auburn's not going to let them." I said, "The refs are not going to let Auburn lose to Arkansas." They I should, just, I don't see it. They should have. Um, Nick, what did you think about this? I mean, that's a fumble, right? Yeah. Like no, immediately no thought two it ways was a fumble. I, no, said, I couldn't believe he did it. No, when he did it, like I got wide eyed. I was like, um. What the fuck was that? There's actually a video servicing from a Missouri and South Carolina last year. South Carolina's quarterback threw the ball. They batted it back toward him. He caught it and then threw it behind him. And they called and, it a fumble? And so, the the yeah, they ended up re- reviewing it. Uh-huh. They First they said, incom- like, incomplete pass. Yeah. Well, Missouri never made, like, immediate action to recover the football. Yeah. They kind of just stood there and then they're like, Let's jump on the football. Yeah, yeah. But that was the ruling on the field was saying that no Arkansas player tried to make immediate recovery of the football. Which I don't understand that. A fumble's a fumble. Yeah. For one. But they did. He went and dove on it. Mm-hmm. That's what Nick was saying. Like, I don't know if there was a clear recovery. And I'm like, no, there was. I, I saw it. He definitely, Arkansas definitely got it. Yeah, so. but it was far after, like, the the play was blown dead. And that's the thing with the officiating. They, they need to let the, early, yeah. they did blow it dead, like, so quick. But, yeah. dude. <clears throat> And it, to me, it was immediate. Like, oh, that could be a fumble. If oh. I'm an official, the play's going. Yes. The officials are right there on the field. The play's got to continue. No, like I swear to God, as soon as I saw it, I, I my eyes got wide, and I was like, "Is that? I don't think that's legal." Like, he's because he's like, but then he immediately looks at the ref and like puts his hands up. Like, what do you mean? Like, I spiked it. Like, no, motherfucker, you just fumbled. And there, it. there was three Arkansas players going immediately after the ball. Yeah, no, that's what I thought. So, so really questionable. Uh, you're correct that. I mean, Arkansas should have won that game. So, uh, yeah, I mean, Auburn's definitely shit in the bed this year. But um, so you're taking uh, – we segued off of that. Ole Miss but, plus three okay. against Auburn. Okay. Um, Nick, are you on that game? No. Okay, give me your next one then. Um, going Saturday night at 8 o'clock. 
Cincinnati versus SMU. SMU's two-and-a-half-point favorites. Like defense is going to be the difference here. <coughs> Cincinnati has the better defense, only allowing 33% on third down. I think that their D-line is going to give SMU some trouble. Shane Bussell is going to be running for his life, in other words. Um, it's This is going to prevent the big play for SMU. I think SMU is going to really kind of struggle to move the ball a little bit in this one, and I think – Cincinnati's certainly capable of running the ball along with play action to uh, put together some long sustained drives. I'm going with Cincinnati plus two and a half as my big easy bet. Yeah, it's kind of odd to me that SMU's favored. I mean, I guess because they are the home team. Yeah, they're at home, but. But uh, they lost their number one receiver and they lost uh, a running back who was not the starter, but a part of their offense. Obviously, we found that out. Um I kind of want to take this too. I like they still got Ritter, right? Yeah, Desmond Ritter. What year is he in now? Is he senior? I'm not sure. Good enough for me. I'll take him. Um, yeah, plus two and a half. They do have a good defense, and I mean, I don't know. They they squeaked out a win against Tulane. Their defense fucking sucks. So if Cincinnati can jump out to an early Cincinnati's league. defense is like incredible yeah. to me. Yeah. But I've seen, especially with the way that they played against Army, who's such <laughs> a physical football team. Yeah, the way that they were, the defensive line was able to dominate the line of scrimmage, really surprised me, and that's a big reason why I'm on Cincinnati this week. Yeah. Okay, my next pick. They're back. It's my big easy bet of the week. I feel like that goes without saying. The Blue Broncos, baby. The Boise State Blue Broncos are back against Utah State. Jordan Love's gone. He's in the NFL. Um. Really, I was I should have locked it in, but I didn't. Um, they opened up at 14.5-point favorites. It's now gone to 16.5, uh, so I'll take it at the 16.5. Uh, Hank Bachmeyer's back. He's going to be in the Heisman talk. Um, like I said, Utah State lost Jordan Love, so who the fuck's going to be their quarterback? Nobody knows, but I do know. Uh, it's going to be Andrew Peasley. No, That's another name. That's like, that's like fucking Stetson Bennett. Andrew Peasley is not a name of a good quarterback. So uh, he's starting for Utah State. Uh, in the last two years, he's thrown 10 passes, and he's completed five of them for 24 yards, meaning, translation, uh, he hasn't played shit. And in a COVID offseason, first game on the blue turf, not, not good. Not good. That translates to turnovers. Um, they do have two running backs fighting for the starting spot. Devonta Henry Cole, transfer out of Utah. And then Jalen Warren, who's been there for a little while. Uh, Henry Cole played at Utah for three years, obviously was behind Zach Moss, uh, transferred to try to get a starting spot. Um, and then didn't – I think he actually transferred to BYU. And then when shit kind of hit the fan about the season, talks of it getting shut down, <clears throat> then, I don't know, whenever it came back up, uh, he, he decided he was going to transfer to Utah State. So um, really stop the run, force this kid to throw, and then – I mean, returning for uh, Boise, George Halani, standout freshman running back. They lost baby Ricky Williams, who I loved last year. Uh, but Holani's back, really good running back. Um, not a single freshman on the Boise defense. couple transfers, a couple guys, a couple new starters. Um, but the, the loss of Curtis Weaver is going to be felt. Definitely the standout D lineman who they lost to the league. But the defense is going to be good. It's experience on the blue turf. Um, I'm taking Boise, big easy bet of the week. They're going to win by 40. So, I mean, you can take it to the bank. Hank Bachmeyer is going to light it up. Uh, and if they don't, 
I'm going to drive my car into the lake. So, um, <laughs> anybody else taking it? <laughs> no, are you serious? It. Oh, y'all are fucking morons. I <laughs> saw this pick today. I saw the spread and I just started laughing because I knew that was going to be a big easy bet. It's the easiest money you yeah. can make on the blue turf. Andrew Peasley. They, I don't remember. I know they beat Utah. Actually, they might not have beat Utah State last year. Because uh, maybe it was basketball. I remember I was on. Yeah, um, it was basketball. The Utah State. Utah fans. State beat LSU in basketball. That's what it was. And the Utah State. That's what it was. The Utah State fans started talking shit to me because I tweeted something about Utah State, and they all started tweeting at me. Well, then Boise fucked them up in football the next day, and I went back and tweeted at every <laughs> single one of them. Yeah, they won by they won fifty six to twenty last yeah, year. Yeah, with Jordan Love's fucking overrated ass. Um, yeah, how can you not be all over the Blue Broncos? Can somebody? What time do they play? They play at uh, six. Okay. What does that matter? You can fit that in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Does that that works out with your schedule? Nick Depending likes, on Nick how likes I to do play in his games. games. So so why would you not take them? I don't know. I just don't. I don't know enough about either team to be. I know a lot about. Yeah. What do you mean? A little bit about Boise State no, from last year. We know a year. lot about Boise. Boise. But yeah, they're they're missing Curtis Weaver. Um, offense. I don't know. I mean, you expect Hank Bachmeyer to pick up, you know, the way he started last year, which was red hot. You know, he's a guy that is a really tough quarterback, stands in a pocket and delivers the throws that he gets hits on with accuracy. Yeah. So, I mean, to me, there's a lot of upside in that. But um, I don't know, dude. These double-digit double digit favorites just – Yeah, but this is different. Worry me. And for, for it being the first game, you never know what could happen. No, and that's definitely true, but I, I do know what's going to happen. So this is this is an exception. Um, they're getting. I mean, it's not a ton of points, which is a good thing, but still double digits. Yeah, no, I mean, I get it. Um, they've got um, Khalil Shakir coming back. I remember that dude. That dude's fucking fast. They're gonna they're gonna light him up. They're gonna light him up on the blue turf. Who I, I would love to see. Is he? I think he's a true freshman. He might not, well, true freshman or not, the guy who gets his first start on the blue turf, I would love to know their records. First time, first time starters on the blue turf. Can't be good. Can't be good. So, Josh, you're not taking them either? I think I might add them. I think I, I took out don't one. Feel like, don't feel obligated. No, I just took out one team I was going to I was gonna lock in. But Which one? I was, I was actually going to bet on the Oklahoma State and Iowa State game, but. Who are you Oklahoma. taking, the Cyclones? No, I was going to take Oklahoma State. Oh. Uh. Why are you taking the Cyclones? Hell no! <laughs> I honestly, I feel so disrespected though that y'all don't want to take Boise. So. No, I think I'm, I'm gonna hop on the Boise State. I mean, it's as well. it's the easiest bet in football. I mean, come on, Justin. Why do you not want to take them? I don't know. I think because <laughs> you can't name three players on Utah State <laughs> or the coach. I can't. But I just named you. All you need to know is Hank Bachmeyer. And Holani's going to run all over him. That dude's a stud. Uh, regardless, I don't need y'all to be on him with me, to be honest. I would prefer y'all not to be on him. Um, and I'll tell y'all I fucking told you so. But, all right, fuck y'all then. G- give me another pick then, Justin. So, I know uh, it's not Boise. Well, I'm going against Josh, and I am taking the War Eagles minus three. Bo Nix. Oh, you're taking Auburn? You're going back to Bo Nix? Yep. I still don't love him, but um, I think his receivers may have 
I don't know, talk some sense into him or something. I don't what, know. What, when they were pushing each other on the yeah. sidelines? Well, I don't it think sounded that was... like he said, I'm doing the best I can, dude. <laughs> yeah. And then he considered and he started yelling at the coach. So you thought that that was productive? <laughs> no, no. I, th- I, I think don't, it's more but... of an offensive coordinator problem and less of a Bo Nix problem, honestly. Uh, I think, I think. No, I agree with Josh. They just like, they put him in such tough terrible positions. positions. To yeah, but he's passes. not accurate either, though. No, he isn't, but, I mean, there's ways to get around No, that I get a it. Bit. Yeah, yeah, I get it. If you toss him with a really— And then they, there's always pressure on him, and he's always, like, struggling to get away. He's always rolling left. He's a right-handed yeah, quarterback, always I'll, rolling left. They, so, they roll him out left. It's the hardest throw for a quarterback to make if yeah. your right-handed quarterback is rolling left. Roll him out right, Gus. A crazy stat I was looking at, Auburn's offensive line, none of them are four-star recruits. Really? All three-star are lower recruits. What? And a lot of Auburn fans are pissed off about um, at Malzahn for that because he has not been recruiting offensive line. Yeah, interesting. That's a that's a good stat to know. Um, good luck, Justin. <laughs> Justin, I mean, we just so you think that Seth Williams basically telling Bo Nix, "You fucking suck." You look at that and you go, "All right, they're gonna connect big on Saturday." Bo's got. <laughs> Bo's gonna got get some it going. Catching up to do. He's got to do something or. The death threats are going to start rolling in. The death uh, uh, yeah, who knows? No, I he think, I think he's already beat. there. I think he's already there. Yeah, no, 100%. I mean, Auburn's 2-2 two two with a loss to South Carolina. I think I sent him one week one of last year, so and it's for after his first game. Um, all right, well, y'all are on opposite ends there, so um, good luck with Bo Nix. That's all I can say. Uh, Ole Miss is certainly got to be the better bet, huh? I would assume so. But I don't know. I'm like I said. At first glance, I leaned Auburn. I, I mean, did. both teams have had their struggles with quarterback as of late. But to I, me, there's just a lot more just, hope on Ole Miss's side, like for the future. Mm-hmm. There's a lot more uh, there more is. positive energy yeah, for their optimism. Team yeah, than Auburn's team, who's uh, yeah. If if they go out, if Ole Miss goes out and loses this game, then it's still uh, we're not really expected to do that much this year. We're just trying to build the program. Lane mm-hmm. Kiffin's first year. If Auburn goes out and shits a bed, then it's okay. We fucking suck. Gus has got to go. Bo Nix, you suck. Uh, the whole That's nine a do yards. Or die I will game. say Auburn's got uh, deficiencies in their secondary. Yeah, the strength of their defense is that linebacker. Well, so, the way I look at it too. So Arkansas beat Ole Miss. Did Arkansas turn the ball over? Not once, right? We had. Felipe Franks threw, fumbled the ball once and threw an interception. He did? Okay, yes. so two turnovers. There were six interceptions thrown by Ole Miss. In, in Macrow, fumbled the ball. And he did, okay, so on, seven, in the first drive of the game. Seven turnovers, and they still had a chance to go down and win the game. So seven turnovers, you win the turnover battle by five? I mean, you should beat a team by 30. Absolutely. Like, so the fact that they still hung around there, um, yeah, I mean, Ole Miss is probably the better pick there. Uh, I'm not going to touch it just because there's so much fucking uncertainty. Um, but on the flip side, I could see Bo Nix kind of like, whatever, getting it going a little bit. Him and Seth Williams are hugging it out on the sideline after getting Seth Williams has fucking a hundred yards and a touchdown and Bo Nix has 50% completion percentage, but Ole Miss turned it over three times. So, um, I don't expect a good game out of Bo Nix, but it's just, I don't know. I don't feel good enough to take it. So did you take this one, Nick? No. Okay. So Josh is on Ole Miss. Justin's on Auburn. Uh, Nick, give me another pick. This is the last game of the day. Last game of the day, like time-wise? 9.30 Central Standard Time. Oh, please don't tell me. UNLV at San Diego State University. Oh, okay. The Aztecs are favored by 14.5 points. 
Look, I thought you were touching Air Force and San Jose State. No, but <laughs> Hawaii. San Jose State's pretty good, aren't they? No, Hawaii plays at uh six actually. So, so San Diego State had a really good defense last year, one of the best in college football. They are returning a good bit of production from that. Uh, six of their top eight tacklers on offense. They struggled a season ago, but they have a lot of experience coming back this year, and they're bringing along a new offensive coordinator. I think this is a football team. That will build in the right direction. I think they're coming off of a 10-win season last year. I think that they could potentially even have a more successful season this year mm-hmm. and maybe even next year since it'll be a full season. But, um, no, I think that they're going to be too much for, for UNLV. I think they'll overwhelm them. And, um, yeah, UNLV's got a new head coach, whole new system coming. I think it's just a little too much for a, a new UNLV team. Gotcha. Okay. Um, all right, I got another one. Virginia at Miami. Miami's 11-point favorites. Actually, uh, let's see. The spread might have changed. Uh, let me get a quick update real quick. Um, I know it was at 11. Now it currently sits at, if I could fucking find it, of course, what is it, at the very top? Somebody give me a spread on the Miami game, an updated spread. Son of a bitch. We need a guy. We need a guy over in the corner who's just... 11 and a half. Okay, so it's gone up to half point. Um, Miami's coming off a quality win over Pitt, 31 to 19. They covered the spread. Virginia's coming off of a 40 to 23 loss to Wake Forest, the Demon Deacons. Um, Miami can win out if they stay focused and potentially get a rematch with uh, Clemson and the ACC. Obviously, they're going to have to worry about Notre Dame, but Notre Dame's looking shaky. So um, we haven't seen Derek King's best game yet, I don't think. He had a really quality game. It might have been Louisville. He had like 340 passing yards, um, which is really good. Don't get me wrong. But we haven't seen his best game yet, and they've kind of gotten away from giving the ball to Cameron Harris. So I think they need to get back to that, run the ball, and the defense is going to be too much. I'm going to take Miami minus 11.5 over Virginia, who is uh, going second consecutive game on the road. I think they've lost two in a row. Virginia is not very good. So I'm going to take the Hurricanes here, who, I mean, really, if they win out, they don't play Notre Dame. They don't have a tough schedule remaining. So if they went out, they could find themselves facing Clemson again in the ACC championship. So I'm going to take the Canes. Anybody else? Uh, I'm not taking this game, but the fact that it's 11.5 point spread is kind of disgraceful to Miami. I it, feel like Virginia is pretty bad. Yeah, no, they're not very good. Um, I don't like that nobody is in agreement with any of my picks. So <laughs> I feel like we're all kind of spread out. It's kind of bothering me. Um but, yeah, no, like I said, I don't fucking need y'all to be on these games because I'm coming back one way or another. Um, I don't care. If I have a negative – okay, let's – if I don't get a single game right this week, one, I might never get back on this podcast again. But, two, I'll probably pick every single game the next week. So, uh, whenever whenever the your back's against the wall, you got to stand tall and push all your chips into the center. So, But I, I think I'm going to have a good week. So, No, that seems like a good bet, but – you but just you get, didn't take it. Yeah, because you get worried. Like, Virginia hasn't been able to produce in the past couple games after that Clemson game that they played it fairly close considering. Yeah, but see, I've been doing that a lot this year. I've been overthinking it, I think. and uh, Yeah, maybe so. I'll see a game that but I that's like. keeping and then me I'm like, away. I'm like, uh, I'm like, they could. Like, like same shit with Bo Nix. Like, oh, Virginia Bo Nix might get Duke. it going. They did. And then they had, uh, they lost by, I think, 23 to Clemson, but they were supposed to lose by a lot more. Yeah. And then they lost by more than 11.5 points in their next two games against lesser opponents than Miami. So, mm. 
I don't know. I just, I really do. I think that uh, Manny Diaz is going to have them ready to go, knowing that, that they really don't have that tough of a schedule. I think they have, I can't remember. I was looking they at They got to play North Carolina. Yeah, that's their toughest game. It's at the very and end of the And then they got to play uh, North Carolina State is their other tougher game. Yeah, but the toughest of that is probably North Carolina. And it's um, it's at the very end of the year. I remember I was looking at it. So I was like, th- it's not time to like fucking take your foot off the gas. 11 and a half is not that many. So. I mean, if you're and not only that, you want to put together decisive wins, like to show the committee, like okay, we're for real, like. Mm-hmm. So yeah, no, I'm gonna take the Kings. You no, know, they could be looking at like a New Year Six Bowl. Yeah, because I doubt that anybody's gonna be able to come close to Clemson. No, they're not. Anything can but they're happen. not gonna have that mindset. If they, they all they are thinking is get to the ACC championship game, and then you never fucking know anything can happen. Yeah. So you win the ACC championship, you're in the fucking playoff. So. Um, but they're not. If they lose another game, they're not going to get to the ACC championship. I don't think. Yeah. I it. Clemson and uh, Notre Dame. They play this year. Um. Probably not. I'm not sure. No way that the ACC would add Notre Dame and then make them go up against Clemson, and even risk fucking with Clemson's record. That'd yeah, I mean, I think they might play, but I'm gonna check. I'm checking like right play. now. Yeah, they play. Do they really? Yeah. Okay. On. November seventh. Notre Dame has a loss on the record, right? No, they are okay. Yeah, yeah no, I'm tripping. Um, so yeah, no. If if Miami loses twice, um, obviously one of the two, Clemson or Notre Dame, more than likely Notre Dame is going to have a loss on their record, and then they'll probably play each other again in the ACC championship. So, if Miami has has two losses, so every game's crucial. They can't take their foot off the gas. They got to come in ready to go. And yeah, I, the key is that is that the top two teams. In the ACC play, there's no like, yeah, uh, sides or, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, the SEC yeah. has West and East. Yep, yep. It's the top two teams. So I mean, Notre Dame could very well be there because, uh, to me, I think that they're slightly better than Miami. But yeah, they are. Um, yeah. No, North Carolina State and that UNC game this week. That to me, that's going to be an interesting game. Mm-hmm. I know it's 17 points, but interstate rivalry. Uh, NC State's quarterback being out is big, but I think their backup's pretty decent. I've seen them play against Wake Forest. Okay. Josh, you got another one? I sure do. Um, I'm going to make this one my big easy bet of the week. Like uh, Kentucky it. minus five and a half versus Missouri. I like it. Kentucky's defense is coming off a great game against Tennessee last week, who by far is the most overrated team in the SEC. And I think Missouri struck lightning in a bottle against LSU. That one game. So, I think Kentucky shuts down Missouri's offense. Um, I feel like this is going to be like a 20-point game in Kentucky's favor. So, Yeah, no, I agree. I'm on Kentucky as well. Um, I mean, last two games they held Mississippi State to uh, two points, and then they held Tennessee to seven. I think Terry Wilson just needs to take care of the ball. Kentucky's going to win by two scores. So, I'll take the uh, Wildcats. What's it at, five and a half? Five and a half. Yeah, I'm going to take them. Nick, are you on it? Justin? No. Okay. This will probably be one of those games where uh... – I wake up Saturday morning and add it in. I like Kentucky though. They're I good do. good like defense. That defense is really good. And then when they when they trust their quarterback to throw, they do well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, so yeah. to I, me I like this pick. Kentucky should be able to put together some drives and then against a Missouri defense that isn't that good. Yeah. But uh yeah. I think Kentucky should be three and one right now. Their kicker missed was yep. their kicker missed yep. the field goal against Ole Miss. Ole Miss. Yeah. Yep. Um all right, my last pick for college. Big spread. Big spread. Uh, I'm going to take BYU minus 30 over Texas State. Mm. Yeah. Uh, BYU is as good as just about anyone in the country. Um, 
Wilson, Zach Wilson's playing as good as anybody. Um, defense is fucking really solid. They can run the ball. Uh, they don't have the luxury of losing a game and still being in contention. So same thing, much like Miami. Um, I mean, they got to kick the shit out of everybody. They can't just win either. Houston's they, good. Yeah, no, they so are. So that game that looked close, let me tell yeah. you something. Houston's defense is serious. Yeah. So keep an eye out for Houston and the American. But, no, I agree with you, dude. BYU, I want to see. If they went out and they perform well, I'd sure like to see them in the playoff. I, I would too. But so think about it. Four get in. Clemson's getting in. Ohio State's probably going to get in unless some some unforeseen happens. Um, Bama's definitely getting in. That leaves one spot. One yeah, spot. so if Georgia so, can win out and exactly. then beat Alabama in the yes. SEC championship, then you'll have two SEC in there for sure. Could Notre Dame but possibly get in? Notre Dame could possibly get in, but they probably won't. It, I, if, if it's a one-loss Notre Dame versus a one-loss Georgia, Georgia's getting in. Absolutely. Um, but – if BYU's undefeated, the Big Twelve is basically. I mean, they still got Oklahoma that's State true. Oh, and yeah. then Iowa State, yeah, who has done. one loss to Louisiana. But no, yeah, they, you to can't, me, you dude, can't I think case. Big Twelve is going to end up cannibalizing because uh, Iowa State can very well beat Oklahoma State this week, and yeah. then you still got the other teams to play each other. Yeah, I think, like I said, much like Miami, they've got to. Like, they think Miami's just got to get to the ACC championship game, and they'll lose. We all know they'll lose. But that Manny Diaz is going to tell them we have a shot. Uh, but, like, BYU. BYU, one, can't lose a game. Not a chance. And even if they went out, they still might not make it. So they've got to kick the shit out of as many people as they can. Zach Wilson's playing the best football of his life. The defense is rock, rock solid. They've got a good run game. Uh, they got good receivers. I mean, that dude, What was it? what's the dude uh, number five? What's his last name? It's a weird last name. For BYU? Yeah. The receiver? The white dude. I forget his last name. He's it is good. weird. That's all I know is he's good. Um, it's not pronounced how you think you would read it. That's all I know. Um, but, yeah, no, I'm going to take BYU. Minus 30. Texas State isn't good. Uh, if they want to, they could do what Clemson did to fucking Georgia Tech. I mean, they could roll over them if they want to. So, And I think that they know that they can't take their foot off the gas. they got to make a statement every week. So yeah. I'm going to take the Cougars. Either one of y'all? I think it's a really good pick. I could see it being like Justin, that means 52 to 7. <laughs> that means absolutely nothing to me. Either, no, you're, not either you're on it or you're not. I'm off it. Nick? No, I'm not on this one. Josh? I'm not on it. Good. Fuck all It's y'all. just a <laughs> lot of points. Yeah, no, it is. It is. But, I mean, those those big spreads have got to start covering. Those when I look at the first half spreads, yeah. and I really like yeah. those. Yeah. I'm sure. What is it at? Around 15? It's probably, I would say probably around 20. 17, 20 range. You think? Yeah. Could be like. 19. And that's honestly, that might be the better bet. Um, I might add that as well, um, depending on what it's at. But because, yeah, I mean, they could take their foot off the gas, take Wilson on all that stupid shit. Is that like Clemson the first game? Of yeah. The year? Yep. I had him. Um, just like Bama versus Missouri. Mm-hmm. I had him. My record's not good, but I've been getting fucked. Bama was up like 35 with seven minutes left in the third quarter, and they pull all the starters. Who do- That doesn't happen. You don't pull them with seven minutes in the third. But, yeah, no, so I'm going to take Texas BYU. Texas State has played some close games. Seven-point game with SMU. Nick, I don't Three-point game with UTSA. A three-point game with Boston College. I'm, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't think Texas that State. this team – I do think BYU is one of the better teams in the country. No, I definitely uh, do. I think if Zach Wilson continues to play at as high as he's playing, then uh, he should be in the Heisman conversation come December. Yeah, none of those and teams. They none should of those be teams in the college you, football playoff as well. Yeah, none of those teams that you just mentioned have a defense as good as BYU. So, yeah. 
So I, I don't think Texas State's going to be able to do anything. And I think he Wilson's throwing the ball way too accurately right now. He's taking care of it, but he's also going over the top. Like he's completing 80% of his passes, but he's throwing deep too. It's not like he's just throwing little screen passes. No, and, and he showed real balls. like poise, poise last week yes. to be able to handle everything that went wrong in that game and yes. to come back and really see a little way in the fourth quarter was huge. Yep. All right, that was my last pick. Who's got more? Anybody? I have like five more picks. Jesus Christ. How many have you given? Oh, I gave out two. Oh, okay. Well, you've been getting skipped. Speak up. Yeah. All right. Um, I don't well, like that you write that every week, and every week that you write that, my picks have sucked. So <laughs> picks have been good. That's why I've I keep got, I've got a, <laughs> Something's got to give. Um, y'all better hope that – I mean, Justin, since you've been coming on this year, I've had fucking terrible picks. So you got you better start hoping that I start doing well. So we got to all start rallying behind my picks, but nobody wants to take them. All right. Well, I think – are you finished your picks? Yeah, I'm done. Oh. Um, well, my big easy bet is SMU in Cincinnati – Taking the over at fifty six and a half, really? and then I'm also taking Cincinnati at plus two and a half. Okay, Cincinnati SMU over fifty and a half. Six fifty six. Fifty six and a half. Jesus, that's a lot of points. If you ask me, that's a lot of points for a team that lost their best receiver and a running back, and then a very good defense on the other side. Yeah, but they're they're ready to play Tulsa last week. That's their rival. They're itching to get a. Some football going. <laughs> just just, go you've got the worst explanations <laughs> for your picks, I swear. No, I mean, that's fine. What what did you do on over-unders last week? 0-1. Oh, 0-1? Oh, okay. By two missed extra points. Oh, that's right. Right, right, right. Yeah, that was brutal. Um, Okay. Well, Nick, do you have another one? Or are you done? No, I'm done. Josh, you got any more? I have one more. All right. Let us hear it. All right. So this is a 9-30 Central Time game Uh-oh. out on the West Coast. You got Air Force and San Jose State. Uh-oh. Taking Air Force minus seven. Air Force is coming off a 40-7 to seven blowout win. Um, against this who? Is against Navy. Guess who picked Navy? You did. I did. It's <laughs> <laughs> a bit of a miscommunication there. Yeah, Nick, told me, Nick gave me an inside tip, um, but it wasn't what I thought. I was in the hole. I was chasing money. I said, fuck it. I'll take Navy. And then Navy was in that game until they flipped the coin, and then it was <laughs> over. So yeah. So this is San. Actually, this is San Jose State's first game of the season. Um, you want to guess who uh, San Jose State's quarterback is? I'm gonna take one guess. The hometown hero. The hometown hero, Nick Starkle, <laughs> who threw six interceptions against San Jose State last year. He said, "Hey, if you can't beat them, join them." So now he is the starting quarterback of San Jose State. Um, if he plays like he did last year, it should be a blowout win for Air Force. So. Yeah, but bad blood for it could him. also be a lock, though, because, I mean, how many career interceptions does he have? Six against San Jose State? Now, I mean, never, thrown a, for him, yeah. never thrown a pick against anybody else. It's the only defense he's had trouble with. No, I remember seeing him at Arkansas. He's not very good. Um, could have been Arkansas just was a bad team and he was part of a bad team? Yes, but I'm taking <laughs> Air Force here. I mean, the guy got recruited by A&M, so – might be time to look over at the and then recruiting you department. To Arkansas. What, what does that tell you right there? Yeah. <laughs> Might be time to look into the recruiting department at A and M because uh, I don't know. I don't know if he was the guy to follow up behind. I mean, what they had fucking Kyler Murray in there. They let him go. They said, "Let's go get Nick Starkle out of Mandeville." Um, but all right, it could be. Yeah, I mean, is it you love bad blood? I mean, is it is it you love Air Force or is it that you got bad blood with Nick Starkle? I mean, Air Force looked dominant against they did. Navy. No, they so, did. and I think. I think San Jose State, you know, 
first uh, it's going to be the first game of the year um and then navy uh, air force actually beat san jose state by 20 plus last season so yeah so and this is i mean obviously like you just said new quarterback quarterback that struggled uh obviously this is lesser competition than sec play but it's a quarterback that struggled that hadn't had a lot of time with his team uh tumultuous offseason so yeah i mean this is probably a good pick it it's always going to be struggles with a new team, even when you have a regular offseason. All I'm saying is if, uh, if Nick Sarko comes out in pregame warm-ups with a Justin Bieber shirt on again, I'm hammering uh, Air Force by at least 100. So. <laughs> Do you know the over-under? It uh, is 60 and a half. I don't like that over-under. I would go under. Yeah. I mean, Air Force doesn't exactly – I mean, all the, all, the armed force, all the armed forces just run the ball and fucking barely throw it. But, I mean, the, big, the Air biggest Air Force airs it out. Yeah, I thought yeah, one Air Force airs it out. Are they the one that airs it yeah, out? Yeah, the ones who run the ball. Okay, well, Hazik Daniels, players to watch for passing, four for nine, 41 yards. Sheesh. Really launching that bitch. Um, so are we sure that they air it out? Because their leading receiver has three catches for 29 yards. So what are we talking about here? Y'all, well, tried, y'all sure. collectively tried to make they've me look played dumb. one game. <laughs> I'm just saying. He had 41 yards passing. What do you mean they air it out? They don't. They're not triple option based. Okay, well, they're not air raid. Y'all just collectively tried to make me look stupid. I mean, when I watched Air Force last year, they were never. They always threw the ball. Yeah, y'all hear Air Force and y'all think, oh, he's launching <laughs> it deep. He's got forty-one passing yards on the year. He threw it nine times. The running back carried it nineteen times for hundred and eight yards. That sounds like fucking special yeah, armed like forces army. ground yeah. and pound. Oh yeah, the good try. I, no, their starting quarterback had one hundred thirty-seven yards passing. Okay, well, is it Hazik Daniels? You got to be worried hey, about on. them. ESPN okay, they're the wrong team. Yeah, yeah, what are you? See? So they had three players run for over a hundred yards. Yeah, against okay. Air Force. Ground and pound. I mean, Navy. What are we talking about? <laughs> y'all are collectively y'all are ganging up trying to make me look stupid. <laughs> they run the rock like every other uh, military team. They so all I mean, do they it. Throw it for about 150, 41 yards. Damn, Navy threw yeah, for 150. Navy talking? threw for 150 yards. I was looking at the wrong. <laughs> what are y'all talking about? They air it out. Where did we get that from? I could have sworn it. Okay. Air Force well, threw the ball a lot. I could have swore that they didn't, and then y'all all jumped on me. So I was like, okay, maybe I'm wrong. It must have been last year. No, probably wasn't. But <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a triple option offense. Okay, okay. unreal. All right, so all right, well, my I'm the only pick. one who's got a head on their shoulders, clearly. <laughs> so no, that's a good sign, though. That means obviously I'm sharp between the ears, and I'm about to. I'm about to get hot. So, y'all, good luck. Um, yeah, I mean, leading receiver, three receptions, 29 yards. No touchdowns. Not exactly. Um, but three players with over 100 yards rushing. So Yeah, sounds like <laughs> ground and pound. <laughs> no, the biggest thing, that's why I was saying, the biggest thing with them really is if they get out to a lead early. Mm-hmm. Get out to a lead early, good defense, force Starkle to turn the ball over, force him to make push the ball down the field. Um, and then, I mean, he's screwed. Only seven-point spread, that's probably a good pick. Depending on how my day goes, I might, I might hop on that. Um, Gotta watch out for San Jose State, though. San Jose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Justin, you've got like nine picks left because you've been getting uh, skipped. I'll, so. Yeah, I'll just recap it real quick. Um, Wait, what are we recapping? Not recap. I'll just okay. go through it quick. Okay. But uh, NC State plus seventeen, taking it. NC State versus North Carolina. Carolina, yeah. You know, with their, uh, See, I thought that this was yeah. I thought this was good until we sat down and I was like, I was like, why is North Carolina seventeen point favorites? And you're like, yeah, NC State's quarterback broke his leg, and I'm like, you said it like that's why. I was like, like you were leaning NC State with that statement. I was like, well, that answers the question. That's why they're seventeen point favorites. You said the the starting quarterback snapped his femur in half. 
So, uh, <laughs> well, the rest of the team's probably traumatized. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's a rivalry game. It's it's too big of a spread. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you. I mean, they just lost to Florida State, so they were top five somehow, and now they're fourteen. Um, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I, I'm interested to see how that one goes. Let's put it that way. I'm interested to see how they bounce back. But all right, what's your next one? Uh, Michigan and Minnesota. Okay, see. Who are you going with? Yeah, yeah. Michigan minus three. Uh, you Who's idiot. starting at quarterback from Michigan? Denard Robinson 2.0. What's his name? Joe Milton. Okay, you're right, I think. Um, That's the only note I have. <laughs> I know, you don't write very many Joe notes Milton. down. I write fucking pages down over here. <laughs> what about PJ and I can't get uh, a pick Fleck? The bald head. <laughs> you don't think that there's any more magic in there? He's the backup, man. That's for Minnesota, right? Dude, that's that's their head coach. <laughs> yeah, he, he's the backup head coach. Let me tell y'all all about it. They decided to go with two head coaches. That's, that's the coach at Minnesota, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, I'm like, what is he doing? Yeah. He told me I thought you're trying to say the uh, quarterback at Michigan. Justin, no. I was surprised you knew the starter. Now you're talking about knowing the backups. What? <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna be rowing the fucking boats. Minnesota's a lock now. Yeah. Jesus Christ! Minnesota beat Auburn in the damn whatever bowl. Yeah, the, they did. No, Minnesota. The Alamo, not the Alamo. Who did Minnesota Outback upset bowl. last year? What? Outback Bowl. Yeah. Who did Minnesota upset somebody really good last year? And that was when they kind of burst on the scene. Was yeah, it, and then it they wasn't Ohio a really State, close was it? Game with someone. No, else. it wasn't Ohio State. It was somebody. They they. I'll pull it up. It could have been Michigan. I think it might have been Michigan. Because, dude, Harbaugh, I don't know how Harbaugh hadn't been fired. I've said that for years. Yeah, he definitely should have been fired last year. But? <laughs> He's back again. You're back in the saddle. Back with, with the uh, khakis again. Yep. Um, 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 um. Let's see, Minnesota. They beat Penn State last That's year. That's who it was. Yep. That's who it was. Okay. All right, give me your next one, Justin. Well, that'll take me to my next pick. Okay. Penn State minus six and a the half Nittany over Lions. Indiana. Indiana. Yeah, I I was saying before we even started recording, I like Penn State. I like James Franklin. James Franklin. James Franklin's all about covering the spread. He knows he's got uh, he's got uh, alumni betting on the games, so he's got a, a duty to fulfill to go out there and cover these spreads for uh, the Booster Club members. So uh, I got I got to see him. I got to see who they got. I got to get my eyes on them before I can take them. Um, if I'm not mistaken, Indiana had a pretty good defense last year. I could be wrong on that, but I thought I remember watching. Indi- like, they, they kind of overachieved, if I remember. Um, so I'm going to stay away from that. But, um, yeah, I mean, I'm interested to see how that one goes for sure. I'm going to be watching a lot of Big Ten this weekend. But, all right, give me your next one. That's <clears> it. Oh, that's all of them? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll quickly recap mine, then we'll do Nick, and then we'll let you all recap yours. Um all right, so to recap, I'm taking a Friday game, Illinois plus 20 over Wisconsin. Like I said, Graham Mertz, uh, redshirt freshman starting for Wisconsin. I mean, dude's never played, uh, never started, only threw 10 passes in his career. Um, this is going to be his first real real uh, action. And it's, I mean, it's just these first, these big spreads on these first uh, games of the year with everything going on, we were playing, then we're not playing, now we're playing again. I don't know. It's too many points. Uh, I'm going to take Tulane. Uh, spread went to 20. I have it at 18 and a half when I was first looking at it, but it's at 20 now. I haven't placed that. The only bet I placed was Boise. I locked in Boise at 16 and a half. 
Um, so I'll take Tulane plus 20. Michael Pratt going to do enough to get uh, to cover the spread. Give me Bama minus 21. Uh, give me the Tulsa game under 51. Give me Cincinnati plus two and a half. Give me Coastal Carolina minus six and a half. Uh, big easy bet of the week, Boise State Blue Broncos minus 16 and a half. It's the easiest bet in college football. None of them here wanted to take it, but that's all right. Everybody out there listening, just just take it. Just take my word for it. We'll be sitting here a week from today, and I'll be saying I told you so. Uh, if not, I won't be sitting here a week from today. Uh, Miami minus 11 and a half. Give me BYU minus 30, and then Kentucky minus five and a half. Nick? I'm going with Tulsa at USF. Under 51, and then I'm also taking Tulsa, minus 10.5. I'm taking UL, plus one on the road against UAB. I'm taking Coastal Carolina at home, minus 6.5. I'm taking Cincinnati, plus 2.5. I'm taking San Diego State, minus 14.5. I like it. All right, Justin? Uh, I got Tulane, plus 20 over UCF. Michigan, minus 3 over Minnesota. Penn State minus six and a half over Indiana, <clears throat> Auburn minus three over Ole Miss, NC State plus seventeen over North Carolina, and big easy bet of the week is SMU and Cincinnati over at fifty six and a half and plus two and a half for Cincinnati. All right, Josh. So I'm taking uh, UAB minus two and a half against ULL, Coastal Carolina minus six and a half against Georgia Southern. Uh, Kentucky minus five and a half. Also, my big easy bet of the week against Missouri, taking Air Force minus seven versus San Jose State. Uh, Ole Miss plus three against Auburn, and I actually did add Boise State minus sixteen and a half. All right, I like it. Um, yeah, we had some technical difficulties there, right in the middle of that. Um, I don't know if that was my shit or y'all's. <laughs> don't know, but I like that Josh took Boise. Um, <clears throat> So I'll be saying I told you so to everybody except Josh. Um, yeah, I got to admit, Josh, I was impressed. You came with some good picks, uh, good background on why you're taking them. Justin comes up here. And granted, Justin's been doing well the last couple of weeks. But Justin comes up here and he says, I'll take them. Uh, he thinks <laughs> the head coach from Minnesota is the backup quarterback from Michigan. <laughs> so it's an unorthodox approach for Justin, but it's working. So if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Um, but, yeah, no, I liked him. But all right. Uh, so that's our college picks. We're going to recap NFL real quick. Not really much to recap. Both went 0-3. Rams suck. Cowboys suck. Packers suck. 12-14 uh, and 14 overall for me. 13-3 for uh, locks of the week. Nick is 12-9. and nine. Uh, You were looking really good. Now you're not looking as good, but you're still doing well. 12-9 uh, and nine overall. 4-2 and two big easy bets. Uh, collectively, we're 14-15. and 15. Uh, Locks of the week, we are 6-5. and five. So bad week in NFL. Going into it, I said I didn't really like any of the games. Um, I wasn't. I wasn't uh, shy about admitting that. There was nothing that really stood out to me. Um, but there's not really much that stands out to me this week either, but I've got more picks. So uh, Thursday game, got Giants and Eagles. Uh, it's a home game for Philly. <clears throat> uh, I'll start it off. Philly's four-point favorites, over under 43 and a half. Uh, I'm going to take the Eagles minus four. I think the Eagles are sitting at one, four, and one. They could potentially win four games and win the division. This division is the worst division in football. Uh, it's a division opponent and with the Giants, one and five. Um, the fu- all of these teams fucking suck, but the most promising of any of them is the Eagles, in my opinion. The Eagles were decimated by injuries. Um, I think they have the best coach uh, in Doug Peterson. So, I mean, I feel like you kind of gotta you gotta go with the Eagles here. There's no way you. I would love to hear if one of y'all are taking the Giants and hear the justification behind it. Um, 
But I'm going to take the Eagles, even with Miles Sanders being out. I think Boston Scott's going to do enough. Deshaun Jackson's coming back. I think Alshon Jeffrey's questionable. Um, and, I mean, fucking Daniel Jones, whatever the fuck his name is, dude, it, is he allergic to Evan Ingram? I got Evan Ingram in fantasy. He doesn't throw Evan Ingram the fucking ball ever. So, uh, obviously, no Saquon in New York. Um, I'm going to take Philly, minus four. Who are you taking, Josh? I'm also taking uh, Eagles, minus four. And you also have the emergence of uh, the Fulgram, I want to say. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. He's been balling out the last two weeks. He so. has. That's true. Nick, who are you taking? I don't know, dude. This one's such a tough one. Really? I don't even think it's that tough. I mean, the Eagles aren't very good. The Eagles aren't very good, but they oh, they just lost to two to the Ravens. Yeah, but they were down they by a, a lot, and I'm not sure quite what happened, how the hell they were able to come back. But they played two close games these last two weeks. They did. No, the yeah, Ravens. yeah, they did, and they're yeah. That's what I'm saying. They're kind of starting to get it clicking. I think. Um, let's see. Yeah, last week they played. Dude, I can never. I can never. Whenever I need a game. All right. So two weeks ago, I mean, the Eagles lose to the Giants this week. Do you start Jalen Hurts next week? Um. No, but I mean it's I mean it's decision time over there. Yeah, that's right. They beat the Niners. Niners just fucking skull drug the Rams. Uh, they beat the Niners twenty five to twenty, uh, and then they played the Steelers close, and then they played the Ravens close. They had a chance to tie it up there at the end. So the Eagles are trending in the right direction, and they're getting healthier. So I think the Eagles are the the clear pick here. Um, if they if they are to lose to the Giants, I mean the Giants fucking suck. Giants are hurt as well. Um, I mean. No, it's not time to start Hurts. I don't think he's going to do a better job. Um, Carson Wentz has got to do a better job of taking care of the ball. But, yeah, I don't know. I mean, Nick, are you starting Jalen Hurts if the uh, <laughs> no. if the Eagles lose? I don't think he's going to fucking win any games for you. Um, but, all right, well, who are you taking then, Justin? Eagles minus four. Are you taking the Giants, Nick? Yeah. Please, are you really? I'm going with the Giants plus four. Why? Like I what, think what makes you what makes <laughs> do you know the receivers? Uh vaguely. Slayton. Slayton um, dog. Isn't Shepard hurt? I don't think yeah. I don't think Jones has ever met Evan Eagles. I mean, dude, who the hell's the fucking Eagles receivers? Their best ones are out. Well, they're too. getting Deshaun Jackson back, and then Alshon Jeffrey's probably coming back. And then they've got like Josh was yeah. just saying, that dude was emerging. Yeah, um, no, he has been playing well. They got Zach Ertz. No, Zach Ertz is out. Is he out? And Goddard's well, out too. Okay, yeah, that's not good. But I think I think Lane Johnson's coming back, if I saw that correctly. Yeah, I'm going with the Giants just because they they played the Cowboys close. They played the Rams fairly close Cowboys too. Fucking suck. Uh, the only game they really got blown out by was San Francisco, and I know y'all saying the Eagles beat San Francisco, but I just don't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right, we're all. I'm going with the Giants just because the Eagles. I mean. They're just not that good. Okay, I feel great about the Eagles. I'm not going to lie. This was like, this is your big easy bet. Eh, it it could be potentially, but it's not. Um, but I don't know why it's not. Let's put it that way. It probably should be. Um, there's been something about these underdogs on uh, Thursday night football. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Um, all right, next pick. Uh, let's see here. I'm going to take. If I could ever fucking find it. That's what I'm saying. I need a guy. I need, I need, we need somebody. We need to put a screen up here. We need somebody just working a laptop, putting it up there for me. So I don't have to search. I can't search and talk. I can't do both at the same time. 
Uh, I'm going to take the Patriots minus two and a half versus the Niners. Uh, Niners, who they just play last week? They just played well. Rams? No, it was, yes, it yep. was the Rams. We had the Rams. Um, didn't see it going that way, but Mostert ran the ball really well. Um, but Mostert's hurt. Mostert's out with a high ankle sprain. Uh, Patriots just got uh, roughed up by the Broncos. I think they had a chance to go down and tie that game up at the end, right? If I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. Um, they didn't really put up any points in the first half, maybe three. I think they held the Broncos to three consecutive field goals. So the defense is still really good. Um, I don't think that. No, they held the Broncos to all field goals. Was it all? They had 18 Six points? Six field goals. Yeah, 18, okay. 13. See, see, so I wasn't watching it, but I, I had it in a, in a little parlay. So I know they had nine points in the first half, I'm pretty sure. But, yeah, no, they finished with 18 points. So, yeah, I guess you're correct. Um, so the defense is really good. The defense is always good. Bill Belichick knows how to coach up a defense. The Niners are wishy-washy this year. Um, they're going to take Kittle away. They always take away your best player. Kittle's going to be taken out of the equation. Um, Mostert's not in. He's out with the ankle sprain, like I said. So it's going to be McKinnon. You're going to rely on uh, Garoppolo, who looked better last week, but still didn't look great, in my opinion. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to take the Patriots, minus 2.5. Anybody else on it? I'm actually on the 49ers. Why? Two and a half. How come? Yeah, give me your reason why. I just like it. What 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 stands it out to you? It sticks out. The 49ers are a good team. The Patriots, they're also a good team, but <laughs> they're better coach team. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I think Cam's better the than Patriots Jimmy. But barely ever lose two in a row. Yeah, Patriots almost never lose two in a row. Um, you just said they're better coach, better quarterback. Um. Would you say better running back? Can you even name me the running backs on the Patriots? James White, Rex Burkhead. It's good enough. Michelle. Yeah, that's good enough. Um, I would take all of them before I took Jerick McKinnon. That's just me. Um, uh, obviously, best better tight end goes to San Francisco. Um, but better defense? Yeah, better defense. Who, San Francisco? No. Okay, Patriots. I was about to say. Maybe, maybe seven injuries ago. Um, There's also like history here with uh, Garoppolo in New England. Yep. And the whole sure we kept Garoppolo type situation. I don't know. If anybody knows how to beat Garoppolo, it's Bill. Mm-hmm. Just like if anybody knows how to beat Teddy Bridgewater, it's the Saints. I'm not going to touch the Saints this week because I don't want to put any bad energy on it because I've got nothing but bad energy this year. But we're going to fucking skull drag the Carolina Panthers. We're 3,000 fans in the Dome. Thank you. Latoya, um, that'll fucking do nothing in terms of home field advantage, but like thanks. I, I was tracking that uh, Patriots-Broncos game, and there was a few drives that the Patriots were getting going, and they turned a the ball over. Cam Newton had like a 17-yard run on third down and fumbled. Um, yeah. Then he threw an interception, and then they had a chance to go down there. They scored touchdowns and then they had a chance to go down there and win the game mm-hmm. and they weren't able to do it but they were driving on them to me I don't know I think Cam Newton being out with the COVID shit and then them having to suspend <laughs> practices a lot last week yeah that didn't help uh it really hurt the Patriots and I think that they are going to be able to bounce back so I'm on the Patriots as well at home I like it it's big I like it all right Josh are you touching this game I am not touching this game. All right, give me one that you're taking then. Um, I know you and Justin are going to be on the opposite side of this, but I am taking Titans plus two against the Steelers. 
Um, Interesting. So, I think... Do the Titans ever play a road game? They actually... Yeah, they played the first game. Road game was against Denver, and then the last road game was against Minnesota. But everything else has been home games. I feel like they're but always at fucking home. Steelers, this is going to be their first road game since opening game against the Giants. So Interesting. Okay. And I mean both I was gonna say Steelers haven't really played anybody, but neither has ten, nearly neither has Tennessee. I yeah. mean they beat Buffalo, but I mean Buffalo is kind of dropping off these last two games. So um I just I don't know. I love Derrick Henry, I love the Robert record that Tennessee has and uh, AJ Brown and Corey Davis. Uh Jonu Smith is he's been balling out for it's as tight end position. Has. The only thing that really worries me is their defense. Um their defense did really good against Buffalo, but I think Steelers offense is very good, but I just I think this being at home, um, this is being the first road game for the mm-hmm. Steelers in four games. So I think Tennessee comes out with the dub here. I think probably by field goal or so. Okay. So as you said it, me and Justin are on the opposite side of this. Um for what you just said about Tennessee's defense has been looking shaky this year. Uh they don't rush the passer very well. Ben's not the most mobile guy, obviously, these days. Uh big Ben mm-hmm. is turning into large Ben. So uh if Clowney's not able to get home, they're not gonna really get home to the quarterback at all. Uh, the best defense in this game is the Steelers. The Steelers, in my opinion, might have the best defense in the league. So um, that right there is enough to put me on Pittsburgh's side of things. I think they're going to stop the run. They're going to force Tannehill to throw. I'm not a huge – their receivers are really productive. I don't know why I'm not really a believer in them, um, but I'm just not – I'm not huge on them. Uh, I do think Smith at tight end has been doing well, but – I mean, the Steelers found something in Claypool. Obviously, they got Juju, James Conner, and Benny Snell's a nice little one-two punch. Um, and then Ben's playing decent. They got Ebron at tight end. I think they're going to be able to score enough, enough points to uh, pull away. I don't think the Titans are going to be able to put up enough points on the the stout Steeler defense. So that's why I'm leaning Pitt minus two. Another uh, thing I kind of like about this game is the over-under at uh-huh. 51 and a half. Yeah. I think this could be a high-scoring game in the 30s for both teams, honestly. Yeah, I don't know. I'm staying away from that, but, I mean, I couldn't I couldn't give you a reason why it's not going to go. I mean, other than I like the defense, but I, the over-unders, I can't get a fucking over-under right to save my life, so I'm not even going to venture to try to dispute that. But Does jo- anybody know what happened to um, Devin Bush, like the— Oh, he's Seriously. out. I think he's out Was for the injury? season. Really? Yeah, so that's a problem, but that's a good point. But even with that— I do like Bush a lot. Where was he at? Michigan? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was a stud at Michigan. Um, but even with that, I still – I do Minka Fitzpatrick. Other than Jamal Adams, Minka's probably the best safety in the league. He is so good. Um, I mean, they just get a lot of pressure. Hayward in the middle. I, I don't know. They they pressure the quarterback. They're going to make Tannehill make some questionable throws. And Minka's going to be back there ready. So uh, you're on pit as well? Yeah, that's my big easy bet. Really? Yeah, I'm not going to go that far, but I'm, I like Pitt. Nick, are you taking this one? Yes, I'm on the Steelers. Okay. You got anything else to add in that I did not? I mean, look, I just think that the Titans are going to have a hard time moving the football. The Titans I know that they're able to, to run the ball. They've been able to run the ball against a lot of people, but I think that this is the week that it's going to stop. And then when you make Tannehill have to throw, uh, good luck throwing against that secondary. Yeah, no, I I would be I would be interested to see. Um, I mean, t- to me, on the one hand, I could see that the Steelers really dominate in this game. Yeah, no, I because the I, Titans I have survived some close games, like 
they've got they the balls bounced their way a few times this year. So I, I didn't get a chance to look into it, but I wanted to look into so when Derrick Henry rushes for two hundred yards, what he does the following week, like how good of a game he has, how good he follows it up with. Because I'd be willing to bet that it's not spectacular because it's hard to continuously do that. Um, so I mean, you look that they beat the Broncos by two. Yeah, the Titans, and they beat the Jaguars by three, and they beat the tight. The Vikings by one. Yeah, they blew out the Bills, and then they they barely survived the Texans. So I mean, they could really be looking at under five hundred for the season if if the ball didn't bounce in their direction a few games. But I mean, but the Steelers also only beat the Giants by ten, and then Denver by five. So I mean, they both, and then what Philadelphia, the Eagles put up almost thirty against them. Yeah, but the, in that Giants game, they really dom- dominated the yeah. Giants. Yeah, like that game wasn't really close. Yeah, no, I've been saying, I've said it all year, the Steelers would be my sleeper pick, out of the, and it's not a sleeper anymore, but going into the year, it would have been my sleeper pick to win the Super Bowl out of the AFC. Um, like I said, they found some with Claypool. Obviously, they still got Juju, Ebron, um, uh, fucking James Conner. What's that other receiver? Um, Deion yeah. Johnson, some shit like that. Yeah, Deontay something. Johnson. Yeah. Uh, James Washington. Yeah. Yeah, so they've got they've got talent. The steel, I mean, the Titans are not about to be six and out. It's not going to happen. I was in Tennessee last year. I looked all of those scumbag fans in the eyes as they said that the game was over when the Saints got down big. No. So the Steelers are favored right now. Yes, yes two points. Two. Yep. All right. Um, so Josh is on the Titans. Uh, all us three are on the Steelers. Uh, next one, the team that Josh had was trending the opposite direction. I'm going to take the Bills minus thirteen. Jets fucking suck. Bills uh, have had some tough losses, so I think it's time for the Bills to get back on track. Defense is very good. Josh Allen's good. They've got weapons. Stephon Diggs. Um, I think they're going to be good to go. I think they're going to kick the shit out of the Jets. Minus 13. Anybody else? No? I can see the Jets going 0-16. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. The Jets have serious issues. Yeah, no, 100%. All right, Nick, give me another pick. I'm going the Packers favored by three and a half against the Texans. I'm going to take the Packers. I think that the Texans just have uh, too many problems in their secondary, a lot of penalties. Uh, if you ask me, Aaron Rodgers is going to be able to take advantage of that. So I look for the Packers to bounce back this week. Uh, Packers minus three and a half. Okay. Josh, you got another one? Yes, I have uh, Bucks versus Raiders um, playing in Las Vegas. I'm taking the Raiders plus three. Um both losses so far for the Bucks have been on the road. Mm-hmm. Um, and Tom Brady has played, other than the Saints, I mean, he's played pretty bad on the road. Um, I think the Raiders are hot right now, especially what they two weeks ago when they blew out the Chiefs. Um, he, I love their— He played pretty bad on the road against us. What do you mean, other than the Saints? He threw two picks. They had a pick six. Yeah, I, what, they, they started coming back in the fourth quarter whenever— Yeah, they started the making the push, but it was pretty much over with. And then I, like, I love Josh Jacobs at running back, and then they have a good— one two punch with Devontae Freeman. Yeah. Um not is Wait, it no, 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 no. It's uh Richard. Royce Freeman. Richard. Is it no, they have Royce Freeman too. Did they they got Royce Freeman out of Devin uh, Booker yes. out of Denver? I mean the other Booker. Devin Booker, yeah, that's what it is. What's his name? He was also in Denver. Devontae though. Booker. Devontae yeah. Booker. Yeah, that's who it is. <laughs> he, Devontae Booker. We're all Denver. over the place. Yeah. <laughs> Royce was, Freeman. A, Royce Freeman's still in Denver, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay, but Devontae Booker the, was Devontae in Denver. Devontae Booker is at Oakland now. Yeah, he was in Denver. Yeah, no, I like him. Yeah, no, he's uh, they do have a good trio over there running yeah. backs. And then you gotta go with Darren Waller. I think uh yep. 
He's been doing good. Ruggs is, isn't Henry Ruggs with the uh, yep. Raiders? Yep, yeah. yep, yep. He finally he got healthy, got back, mm-hmm. and he fucking had a deep ball from uh, Derek Carr there. Dude never broke stride. Yeah. yeah, good thing to I mean thing to mention those Raiders coming off the bye week. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Buccaneers just coming off of a decisive win over the Packers. I still don't think the Bucks are the real deal. I don't. I, I'm not. I'm not a believer yet. Uh, we got our tickets bought. We're going to Tampa in three weeks. So I mean, there should have been two pick sixes. One of them like got stopped through the one yard line. Yeah. So I mean, that was a big momentum factor in that game for the Bucks. But yeah, definitely. Um, it was ten nothing. Rogers is fucking hip thrusting. And then next thing you know, it's 14-10. So, um, fuck Aaron Rodgers, though. But, yeah, I, I, I like that pick. I'm not going to take it, but I like it. I hope you're right because we need the Bucks to lose. Um, my last pick, I don't love it, but I kind of like it. I'm going to take the Browns minus three over the Bengals. Um, Browns beat the Bengals, division opponent. Um, it's hard to beat a team in your division twice, but – I don't know. I'm going to monitor this. I'm going to see how Baker looks throughout the week. Let's put it that way. If Baker plays, I'll take the Browns minus three. If Baker doesn't play, uh, I'm not taking it, obviously. I'm not going to fucking do it. Um, But Joe Mixon's banged up. Uh, A.J. Green kind of remembered that he's playing wide receiver for the Bengals, so he had a decent game. Um, But Odell was trying to get fire him up at halftime, trying to fire Cleveland up. Didn't work. Uh, But you got to like that. He was trying to – a lot of his teammates came to his defense. A lot of the O-linemen came to his defense, said he was trying to fire up the team. He took a leadership role, so that's good to hear. Not, I mean, they said he was punching shit on the sidelines and he had his helmet removed and he had his uh, shoes off. So that's not great, but they said he was trying to uh, trying to fire the team up. So No, that's probably a good pick. I mean, I don't know. That's another reason why you got to look so highly on the Steelers, though, is what they were able to do to the Browns, who had the number one rushing attack in the in 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 the NFL. Yep. So I mean, the Brown the Browns were able to run the ball all over Cleve, uh, Cincinnati in the first game on Thursday Night Football. I think that they're gonna have success running it again. But yeah, it is big. Baker Mayfield injured is not good. No, yeah, I'm not taking it if Baker's not playing. So. Um I mean, the offensive line's got to do a better job protecting him. I feel like that's obvious. they got to do a little bit better job play calling, too. Yeah. A little bit predictable there. I just don't get why it's so hard to get Odell the ball. I get you just played a really, really good defense. Um, but, like, dude, Eli, they used to get Odell the ball. And that fucking Giants offense. Hey, a lot of times it was Eli Manning missing a wide-open Odell Yeah, Beckham. Like, it is not Odell and his lack of ability to get open. So... I'm not really quite sure why it's so difficult for them to feed him the rock, but the Giants had it figured out. He was lighting it up. So, I don't know. He needs to be the bread and butter. Run game first, then Odell. Odell, dude, he's a he's a game changer. So, yeah, no, I'm going to take the Browns if Baker plays. Um, Justin, you got another one? Yeah, last pick. Um, oh, goodness. I'm going with it. The uh, Cowboys minus one over the Redskins. Why? Because everything going on in the locker room, just like Auburn. You liked what you saw out of Andy Dalton? No. No? No. <laughs> but do you am- think like that turmoil in the locker room is like, let me bet on that? Productive? We're going to find out <laughs> after this week. <laughs> Dude, fucking, if somebody could stop feeding Zeke's fucking dumbass popcorn on the sidelines, maybe yeah, hold that's on to the ball. To stop. Two fumbles, consecutive drives. I was hoping he fumbled again. 
I was hoping he came right back out and fumbled again. I was hoping he would have. I, I hope he would have finished the game with six fumbles. And then it's really like, holy shit, do we ever play him again? Like, <laughs> is he? Can he never not fumble? Um. So yeah, no, I'm not touching that pick with a ten foot pole. Josh, are you on that one? I am not on that one. Okay. All right, Justin's on the Cowboys minus one. You got another one, Josh? Yes, this is going to be my last pick. Also going to be my big, easy bet for the NFL. Um, taking the Seahawks minus three and a half against the Cardinals. Um, I just love Russ in this situation. Kyler has really, I wouldn't say he struggled in the big games, but I mean, he lost. He looked terrible against Detroit and then yeah. lost to the Panthers. Um, Seahawks are coming off a bye week. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're going to be healthy. I mean, you got DK Metcalf, uh, Tyler Lockett, um, Greg Olson, Chris Carson. I mean, their offense is probably one of the best offenses in offenses in the NFL. Definitely. Um, I just think it's gonna, it's definitely going to be a high scoring game because Seahawks, unless Jamal Adams is back this week. Yeah. Um, that's another thing I want to keep an eye on because if Jamal Adams is back this week, he's going to be locked in on Kyle Murray. Yeah. And they're going to force them to throw the ball more. Yeah. No, I'm. I don't think that's a bad pick. I think that's a good pick. And I've said all year, I think Jamal Adams is best safety in football. So that's. That's big. If Jamal Adams is back, let's put it this way. I'll probably take the Cardinals too. Um, I don't know. Seahawks. That's what I meant. Seahawks. Yeah, yeah, good call. Um, I will say, though, the Cardinals looked good last night. Granted, it was against a very bad Dallas defense. Um, Kyler Murray looked solid. Actually, I take that back. He didn't look that great, but his deep ball looked nice, uh, the one that he hit Christian Kirk on. Mm -hmm. Um, But do you have that game pulled up? No. Could you pull it up? What, what did, do you want me to pull? What up? did he go? Um, I think I think Kyler had like two hundred total yards or something like that. Yeah. So now that I think, like, I mean, they got out to a lead and they started running. The did ball. he go eight for twenty? Did I see that correctly? He went nine for twenty-four, hundred seventy-seven passing yards. Yeah. But he uh, ran the and he ran the ball for because I tweeted yards. out because he wasn't hitting shit. I tweeted out um, that I'll take accuracy over anything. I said I appreciate you, Drew Brees. Um, and then he fucking fucking connects with Kyle, with uh, Kirk on that deep ball that was. Gorgeous, but yeah, um, Kenyon Drake had uh, 164, six, yeah, 164 he had his yards rushing. Game. Yep. Um, no, I think the, the Seahawks are probably a good pick. Um, it just feels like I don't know. It feels fishy to me. It feels. I'm like, on the Cardinals here. Are you? Yeah. Interesting. And the reason is, is because the Seahawks are coming off of a bye. You look, Packers came off a bye last week. Yeah. And that's why I would be a little bit worried about the Raiders versus the Buccaneers as well. Raiders coming off of a bye mm-hmm. after having some success early in the year. I don't know. To me, the Seahawks escaped some close games. Uh, they definitely did because their defense uh, – It Russ is winning them the games. The I think that's the, it close. the Cardinals are trending upward. Uh, finding their run game is huge because you don't want – you really don't want to put that much pressure on still who's still a young quarterback, Kyler Murray. He's yeah. very talented, and he can also run, which is a big – like he's their leading rusher, mm-hmm. and he's he's a very hard guy to get a hold of. One of the most elusive players in the NFL. I don't know. I like the Cardinals here. I do think that Jamal Adams is uncertain. It's uncertain if he's going to play, and even if he is playing, um, I mean, it's tough with a groin injury. He could re-injure that thing in two yeah. seconds. So, I mean, still, it's even going to be hard for him to catch Kyler Murray. No, Kyler Murray's like fast. one of the most elusive players I've ever seen. Yeah, in the no, he NFL. is. When he took when he takes off, dude, it's like, damn, it's like it's like a creative player in Madden. It really is. Um, I will add that the uh, Cardinals are also on a short week because of playing on Monday Night Football. That is true. Yeah. No, yeah. I if I was gonna take it, I would lean Seahawks because, like you, I love Russell Wilson. 
I've said for two years now, I think Russell Wilson's the greatest, the best quarterback. But it's in like their right defense now. has been. Bad. Even when they had Jamal Adams, they were bad. No, they were bad, but Jamal was just making so many plays. He was like, making plays, but it's good. like, dude, you let DeAndre Hopkins and then those wide receivers get in the open field. I mean, yeah. I don't know. If they're able to run the ball against the Seahawks, it's they're going to win, I believe. Yeah. No, it, just, it just also depends on what Kyle Murray shows up. Because, yeah. I mean, if, it, if the Kyle Murray against Detroit shows I'm up. Not a, I'm not a big fan of Cardinals at all. Yeah. I'm very critical of their head coach. It's going to be a good game. No, I, I, yeah, this will definitely be one that I'm interested to watch and see how it goes. Um, the line just, I don't know. I don't know what I'm looking for, but it just, I didn't I didn't love the way it felt. Um, so I'm going to stay away from it, but I would probably lean Seahawks, like I was saying, just because I think Russell Wilson's a stud. He's the best quarterback in the league. Um, but I don't know. We'll see how it goes. I'm going to stay away. Was that, you, you gave all your picks, right, Justin? Yeah, I'm done. You got any more, Nick? No. Josh? I'm done, too. Okay. All right, I'm going to recap real quick. Thursday night, I'm taking the Eagles minus four. Steelers minus two on Sunday. Uh, Bills minus 13 over the Jets. Patriots minus two and a half. Browns minus three. Oh, man. I'm going to take the Patriots minus two and a half as my big easy bet. So, I don't think they're they're not dropping two in a row. I think that defense is going to show up. Cam's not going to have another bad week like he did. Um, So, yeah, that'll be my big easy bet. Nick, you can recap yours. I'm going with the Giants plus four on Thursday night. I'm going with the Packers minus three and a half. Then I'm going with the Steelers minus two. The Cardinals plus three and a half. And I'm taking the Patriots minus two and a half also as my big easy bet. Oh, Jesus. Really? Yeah. I mean, it was in between them and the Packers. All the pressures on that game. I couldn't touch but the fucking Packers. I'm a little Aaron bit. Of, I like the Texans a little bit, but. Yeah. I don't know. I really think that they're gonna be their defense is just not that good. So they you were huge on the Texans before this season started. Yeah. Since then, they've won how many games? One? Yeah. They one, lost one their head five. coach got fired, who was also their GM, um, after they traded DeAndre Hopkins. Um not looking great. Or those future bets. I mean, anything's possible. Anything is possible. We're about to watch the Eagles win the division with four wins. So, um, but all right, Justin, recap yours real quick. Uh, I got Eagles minus four over the Giants, 49ers plus two and a half over the Patriots, Cowboys minus one over the Redskins, and my big easy bet is Steelers minus two over the Titans. Okay, Josh, give me yours. I got Eagles minus four versus the Giants, uh, Titans plus two versus the Steelers. Raiders plus three versus the Bucks, and Seahawks minus three and a half versus the Cardinals, my big easy bet. Okay. All right, there you go. That'll do it for the NFL picks. Um, Arkansas has got a bye this week. You relieved? Absolutely. I actually <laughs> enjoy watching football this week. <laughs> a stress-free weekend. All right. Um, it's make or break week for me again. It was make or break week two weeks ago. I went six and four. Should have went seven and three. Um, so it's going to be make or break week every week until I, until I do good. Um so, fingers crossed. You got anything to say before we go, Nick? How does it go, Josh? Woo! <laughs> How does it go? How do they do it? Woo, pig suey. <laughs> Woo, pig suey! <laughs> Justin, you got anything to say? Nope. All right. Justin, you were killing it with the uh, with the reasonings for your picks today. I got to say, you were in rare form. Um, the head coach for Minnesota, Fleck, 
Yeah, <laughs> I wish him. Yeah, but he's the backup. Now. Yeah, you <laughs> better you better hope that uh, the starter for Michigan doesn't go down, or is she going to have a real conundrum between the head coach for Minnesota having to suit up for Michigan too, under center. Um, all right, episode fifty nine of Big Easy Bets brought to you by the Neutral Ground Sports Network. That'll do it. Uh, any games that we didn't touch on, you can message us at Big Easy Bets uh, Twitter. Um, we're supposed to have somebody come on to defend a very hot take article for the Saints. He got cold feet, backed out. Uh, probably best that he did that. Probably wouldn't have went very well uh, for him. But, all right, that'll do it. F- episode 59. Y'all have a good one. Who dat? We do.